Nice Metallica shirt. Did you get that at Hot Topic? I got this at the at the show, man. Oh, the, at the good show? The Marsha You see the backs? It's all for one, like the original album. Oh, oh. nice. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> right on. Let's see who we got here. I see I see some uh, some scribble. Scribble. So, yeah, I see Kyron, Vincent Longo, Michael hey, I got, Lynch. I got, I got something to say to Scribble. Uh oh, what's that? Limp Biscuit is the greatest band ever. That's wiggity wiggity wow. Uh, I gotta tell you something, Ian. Something what that up, you don't agree with me on, but you are wrong. Alright, you ready? What's that? Limp Biscuit did a better cover of Behind the Blue Eyes than The Who. Yeah, no. No, 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 they did. <laughs> Listen to me. I heard that shit. It sucks. No. Oh, I didn't think you heard it. That's why I was trying to convince you. It was oh, that. yeah. Since you heard it, then I understand how you think it sucks balls. <laughs> Alright, who else? Oh, Hannah Montana's here. Uh, Nick Sorley. Hannah Montana? Yeah. Miley Hannah Montana Hales. Alright. Future Squash. Yeah, I like that, dude. Purple Floyd. Yeah, Purple Floyd. That's a mix of Deep Purple and Floyd. <laughs> Vincent Longo loves my background, yeah. Learn about Cuba and eating some food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> A movie before 84, thank you. Kicks ass. Uh, be Cool or Be Podcast out. That's Al Horta. Al Horta. Yeah. I was uh, talking to Al. We got, we got to get him on the show. All right. He's been, he's been on Almost Human Live. Right, right. Yeah, I was on there. But, uh... I want to talk to him about his, uh, his his porn career, you know, before he was podcasting and stuff. You ever I, seen I, his? Sh- no, I yeah. was not aware he he made porn. Yeah, he's got some shit. It's on the dark web, man. He goes by uh, Hogleg Horta. Wow. Uh, what kind of porn is it? Because if it's gay porn, I, I don't want to see it. Oh, never mind that. Uh... The Purple Floyd. The Purple part is actually Stone Temple Pilots album. Aww, purple works too. Boo, hey, boo, Purple's awesome. I boo, love it. Pink Don't listen Floyd. to him. Pink Floyd. He likes Limp Biscuit. Hey, the song Vaseline from Stone Temple Pilots. I really like. There. You know, I don't say that a lot about bands I hate. That's a band I don't like that has a kick on. Hey, say that reminds me, Vaseline. That's uh, that's what Mark L. Taylor's not going to use when he puts his foot up your ass. By the by the way, Mark, <laughs> I, I told him to say that. Uh, uh, I guess I guess Mark's bummed out about our our last episode. Is and he? Uh, and oh. he he put up he put up a video. I thought it was a new one. <laughs> I thought it was a new one. I was like, oh shit, I got to see this. Because uh, I talked I talk to Chuck Charles today. I tried to get Chuck Charles to come on the show, but he can't. Um, but anyway, so I saw he posted a video. I was like, oh, i got to check this shit out. And, and it was the one from six years ago. The one about when we told him to burn the fucking Hagar fans. Yeah, and, 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 then, and, then, and, and then he has the audacity to say, 
that video, he was playing around. <laughs> he wasn't playing around. But he's such a liar. The guy's a compulsive liar. I mean, in the video, there's no weight. There's no no possibility of a joke at all on that stupid-ass video saying that Ian and I are influential in the country. The guy's a complete... He, he really is a special kind of student. I got to back you up there. I, I counted zero winks and 14. Um, and you know, you know the funniest part about that video you saw? It's like that? Six years old. It's, it's got 10 views. <laughs> no, it, it's got more views than, the, than his show. But uh, that, that, that's, fu- that's funny shit, man. That's funny shit. I, I love that. That's a golden moment of the show when we start having people sending us uh, videos of them uh, breaking Sammy Hagar records and burning tapes and shit. Yeah. I wish it would have escalated to like actual physical assaults, but I, I, I mean, no. Uh, but you know, one can hope. Oh, let's see. Oh, Jim James Schwartz here. Thanks for the Saxon episode. They were the first band I got into because of the RMCP. That's awesome. That is awesome, dude. Yeah, by the way, Jimmy James. There's a guy in Boston that doesn't like you. Who? There's some racist in Boston. Oh, oh fuck him. Uh, Future Squash. As of now, uh, what would you guys say is the best song on Firepower? Oh, man. I, it's a tough one between No Surrender and Traitor's Gate. I guess I'll go with Traitor's Gate. Uh... What's the, what's the one that always makes me think of uh, Beretta? Uh, oh, fuck. Spectre? Yeah, Spectre. Spectre, that's my favorite. That's my third favorite. I love that one. Uh, Kyron wants to know what you guys think of Roger Waters re-recording Dark Side of the Moon. Uh, I actually gave it a listen to, like as a, a full album and shit. I enjoyed it much more like listening to it and that than getting it song at a time but that's how Floyd is anyway Floyd's not really meant to be listened to as singles and stuff uh, I enjoyed it for what it is I mean does it replace the original hell no uh, but I thought there was some some artistic merit to it and, uh, I thought it was pretty neat I, I think the reason behind it is, is shitty though I think it's all uh, Roger Waters ego and trying to shove it up Gilmore's ass and, uh, you know, it's kind of getting to the point with Waters. You know, I'm, I'm almost feeling for Gilmore. Uh, <laughs> you know, he's just, he's really going off the fucking deep end, but still, uh, he's nothing compared to the genius of Roger Waters. So he's a genius, but, he, you know, he's a prick, too. Uh, I, I, somebody donated for me to put Roger Waters' Dark Side of the Moon against the original one. And I put it up on Halloween because I was horrified. I thought, this is a great Halloween video because this shit sucks. This shit is so bad. With Number one, so for a dig at Coverdale, I mean, Coverdale, this is Gilmore. There's no guitars on the album. Two, a lot of spoken word gibberish going on that I can care less about. Somebody with cancer, somebody over here, someone. Dude, to me, it was nightmarish. Bunch of bullshit. But hey, you and Mike, you and uh, Martin Popoff like it. Yeah, there you go. There you go. Uh, 
Kyron Colson, uh, or no, we already did his question. Future Squash, where would you guys say now and then uh, ranks amongst the Beatles' discography? It's up there. It's, I put it up there with every one of their songs, man. It's an amazing yeah. tune. Well, I, 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 would, think... I would put it above a lot of George Harrison songs. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I think it's awesome, and uh, I think it's by far the best of the, you know, the ghost songs. You know, I, I like it better than Free as a and I love Free as a Bird. I didn't really care for Real Love. Um, I love all three. Yeah, I, I mean, I didn't hate Real Love, but to me, like Free as a Bird was like so much stronger. You know, uh, Free as a Bird was like Strawberry Fields, and uh, Real Love was like Octopus's Garden. Remember how much backlash it got? It was like, man. I thought Free and Bird was so good, but it got a lot of backlash. Back. I no, I, I didn't notice it then, because I you thought, didn't have. I, I could you be. Didn't I could be wrong, but I even believe it was a part of a skit on Saturday Night Live. Why that, that song sucked so much? Mm, that that I, I don't remember. Yeah, back but then. uh, uh, no, it's 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 hard to say because there there was this none of this social media bullshit back then. So all I knew is what me and my friends thought of it, and we loved it, you know, and played the shit out of it. Uh, but no, now and then it's just ser- seriously, it it almost brings me to tears every time I listen to it. It's very very powerful. Awesome. We talked about it on our last episode that was put up yesterday, and we talked about it late in the episode. <laughs> yeah, like I totally forgot about it. The yeah, news, we like forgot getting... we forgot to talk about it in the news. Then when we were done with the Saxon review, we went into a long monologue of not only the new song, but the Beatles in general. So check out our last episode where we talk about Saxon. Yeah. Uh, let's see, what else we got here? Hannah Montana says, uh, Hey Ian, what kind of beer would you highly recommend to me when I turn 21? Uh, well, I mean, I don't know how old you are now, but you should already be drinking beer. Uh, you should have an idea of what you like and what you don't like. If you like beer, like beer, beer, uh, I mean, I love Rolling Rock. I love St. Pauli's Girl. Uh, they got this Rainier shit here. I, li- I like beer that tastes like beer. I like Old Milwaukee, shit like that, Pabst Blue Ribbon. Um, if you don't like beer, try craft beers that taste like cotton candy, Snickers, uh, pumpkin spice shit. You know, and all these, like, craft beer, uh, you know, bitches, they're all like, ooh, but it's got ten times the alcohol. Yeah, but fuck you, you know? I'll just drink 57 Rolling Rocks. Uh, So, yeah, it depends on what you like. Nobody likes beer the first time they have it. That's just a fact. I'll give a fuck who you are. Nobody goes, oh, yeah, give me more of that. You do it to get fucked up and shit. You know, and then you develop it like coffee. Does anybody like coffee the first time they fucking had it? But you develop a taste. Uh, does, anybody, does anybody like cock the first time they had it? I know I didn't. <laughs> yeah, no. No, wasn't a fan. But, you know, the second month in jail, you get used to it. Well, I mean, by then it's like, why fight? I got my ass yeah. people last time. Might as well spread Oops. a wide and drop the throat. Yep, drop the soap. Uh, Scribble says, do you guys think uh, Freeman will be back in Megadeth? Looking like Kiko's out. I don't know if you saw this, Ralph, but Kiko just put up another post today. Actually, just like in the last hour. 
yeah. that he, he, he's taking even more of an extended break. Uh, the more important question is, who gives a fuck? Yeah, uh, yeah really. Not, not me. I mean, even if Marty Freeman comes back. I, Marty Freeman's not even my favorite Megadeth guitar player. Yeah, mine's you know? and Let me tell you, man. I listen whenever I listen to Megadeth, it's strictly she felt. Yeah. Now and then I'll go to kill my business, but really the rest of the shit I never listen to anymore. It doesn't have that staying power with me. Where the shit on the first two albums, shit, yeah, that shit is. I'm. Well, I mean, I. I, I still kick Rust in Peace a lot, but, you know, Rust in Peace was an anomaly. And Marty Freeman doesn't even like thrash anyway. You know, he likes... Chain sucks. Five he, he li- sucks. Poison was a cure sucks. It has shitty songs on it, in my opinion. Yeah, uh, Freeman likes J-pop and shit like that, and he likes Risk. You know, so... I could give a fuck if he comes back. I... You know, when they were doing it, I'd rather have Nick Menza back. I mean, he's dead, but I'd rather have Nick Menza in the band than Freeman. I can give two fucks. It's not going to boost any, you know, it's not going to boost interest. To get Freeman back in Megadeth, it's not going to fill any more seats. It'll be still the same amount of diehard Megadeth. I just saw Megadeth open for the Misfits. This band's been around for decades. They shouldn't be opening for anybody. I mean, who do they open for? Five-finger donkey punch. Yeah. And shit like that is like, really, man. I mean, that's... Yeah. They're like at Anthrax level right now, which, you know, I love yeah. Anthrax 10 times more than Megadeth anyway, but I mean, seriously, they're like, they'll do their club tours and then they'll open up for bigger bands and that's about where they're at. They're no Megadeth. They're not even Slayer. Slayer had more gravitas and pull. You, you know, know, you know, it was very funny. Uh, back in the 80s, it was Metallica anthrax and then for a little bit there was megadeth then slayer was at the bottom then by the time the thrash of the titans thing came anthrax went all the way to the bottom then it was slayer and megadeth during the rest of peace era then after that era slayer owned them all except for metallica yeah and and i love i guess dave was really pissed about having to go on before slayer during the big four shows but Fuck it, if you look at attendance and shit like that, Slayer was killing them, you know, for no, live I, touring and shit. Let me tell you, man, those years prior to the Big Four, I used to see Slayer in big venues. And, and yeah. they had headline clubs or a little theater, you know? Because they put out a lot of shitty albums. They're the weakest of the Big Four to me. Even I though I said, you know, Dave, I think Dave Mustaine's the best guitar player out of the entire Big Four. You know, but uh, they put out a lot of crap, man. A lot of crap. What what most people would say about Anthrax, I say about Megadeth. You know. So, I say um, about both. I say it to both of them. Yeah. Uh, McSorley, Children of the Sun, or Spectre? Spectre for me. Yeah, Spectre for me. <laughs> Jimmy James Schwartz says, "My bald nemesis." Uh. I hate, like, anytime I touch it a little bit, it, like, jumps like crazy because we're slow. Um, Stephen F., hey, guys, Ralph, tell us about the record store you used to have. Thanks. I had a, a short-lived record store in Flagler, Miami, Southwest. Uh, it was really the uh, my brother and his wife, then wife, 
uh, opened the store. I worked in it. It was in the middle of, you know, Cuban town. You know, I couldn't sell metal for the life of me. But that's where I met my friend Holy George, uh, who I'm still friends with today. He was a little kid. He came in my store and he goes, Hey man, do you have the Legacy by Testament? And I was like, All right, a metalhead, because he had short hair then. No. Yeah. That guy grew up to hate Testament. Hate. He was the first guy I knew in the 80s that hated Metallica. Before it was cool. He was. <laughs> I didn't know not one person that hated Metallica in the 80s. And this is like Master of Puppets time. He hated Metallica. He, he told me, which is ironic, my favorite song. He said, the only song Metallica did that was good was Orion. And I was like, oh, that's my favorite Metallica song. But no, it's not the only one they did. But, um, uh, and it was short-lived. It didn't, it wasn't selling well. We were losing money. I did purchase a lot of metal albums, man, from the store. That uh, didn't sell, and I ended up with um, But yeah, it was maybe, I don't even think it lasted six months. Maybe oh. four or five months. You should have pushed that fucking Lori Estefan. I, I can't do nothing. I was helpless, man. I'm here working in the Southwest with Saul King, and, and on the rare occasion somebody would come in and buy a record. It'd be like Gloria Estefan and some Latin shit, you know? I remember there was one guy that came in. This is, I had my record store in 1988, just to give you a timeline. One guy came in, he's like, hey, I'm looking for this band. The guy's got a lot of tattoos. And I was like, Guns N' Roses? He's like, yeah, that. I want that. Like, he didn't know the name of the band, but the singer had a lot of tattoos. Well, <laughs> that, that, uh, that comes into play with our next question. Um, I had a similar instance in a record store that made me laugh pretty good. Um, Future Squash wants to know, are you guys going to go see Queensryche and Armored Saint on the tour where Queensryche is playing uh, all of the EP and the warning? I already have uh, my ticket. I bought it the uh, first day it went on sale. Yeah, I need to get mine. I do believe I am going to go. Uh, it's just a question if I'm going by myself or I can drag my son to it. Uh, I'm, I mean, definitely to, to see Armored Saint and then Queensryche, and I mean, I know this might be blasphemous to a lot of people, but I'm not huge on the warning. I don't hate it. I don't hate it, but it. But I love the EP. You know? I love uh, the warning, man. You know, the the warning's all right, but I, you know, I like uh, Rage for Order better. Rage um, for Order and the Warning are my two favorite Queensryche albums. I like it more than Operation. Oh, yeah, I wouldn't go there. No, Operation Minecraft. Road to Madness, man. Child of Fire and Force Delivering. No Sanctuary. I don't like the song Warning. I'll admit that. Warning! I don't like that song. And the band was pissed that that song opened it up. Yeah. Uh, What's funny, you're talking about the guy at the record store. I was in Chicago Records, and uh, this guy came in, he goes, Hey, you got that new Pink Floyd song? And he was talking about Silent Lucidity. And I was just like, ugh. Ugh. Anyway, uh, yeah, but yeah, I'm thinking about going. I might go by myself. Fuck it. Uh, McSorley fan, 33. Ian, what do you plan to do during the Sinjitsu songs during Maiden set when you go see him? 
uh, piss, uh, buy a t-shirt. Uh, I don't know. I might like. I might give a couple a chance and, and see what they do. I do plan on forcing myself yet again uh, to try to get into that. I mean, I did. I put it on my phone, had it in a playlist. But man, every time those songs came on, by a fucking minute, I was like, next, skip, fuck this shit. Uh, it's all about hearing the fucking, um, you know, the Somewhere in Time songs. But I'm a little scared because. They're supposed to be changing the set list, and I don't know, I mean, if they're going to keep, I hope they keep the equal, you know, amount of songs. Um, I mean, I would be happy, though, if it's different songs than what they were playing from somewhere in time, man, because I'd much rather hear the deep cut shit, which I got a feeling they're not going to do. I mean, yeah, you're going to hear Alexander the Great, you know, but I'd love to hear fucking, you know, loneliness, fucking sea of madness. Uh, you know, shit like that. Doubt it's gonna happen, but I'm still going. You know, probably the last time I see Maiden. I'd rather see uh, Yeah. Uh, let's see what else. Mark Daly. Hey, Ian. Good news. My wife isn't cheated on me, but the bill for the private investigator was five thousand. <laughs> Do you think I should start a GoFundMe? Yeah, you should go fund yourself. Um, and by the way, sir, to let you know, the private investigator was banging his wife. Yeah, exactly. That's why he told, nah, everything's cool. Yeah. Yeah, and, and, you know, rest assured, Mark, you know, if she married you, obviously she's not looking for dick. Uh, you know, I don't think you got anything to, to worry about. It's fucked up because, you know, the guy's dick and his wife. That's a David Roth thing. <laughs> that shit's justice right there. Yeah. Do you ever you ever go down on her and taste some humble of baby Lucy Bob? Yeah. You do. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Vincent Longo uh, Favorite new wave of British heavy metal album That's not Maiden or Saxon uh, The First Angel Witch mm. First Angel Witch There's a bunch man Holocaust uh, I'm Through the Night That Flatfoot Yeah A lot of good ones man Yeah Not Holocaust good. man that's, that's a good pick Talk um, Tokyo Blade. I would probably. <laughs> I know it. I know it sucks because we picked the same thing, but I would probably have to go with Angel Witch too. Uh, I mean, that's a real good one. One I didn't know until we did the review. I didn't know it all the way through and shit. Um, but I was real happy with that. Uh, let's see, Hershey Squirts. All I need is a cool buzz, and I'm fine. Fuck yeah. Uh, Mark Daly, happy 88th birthday to Ralph's dad. Oh, is your dad's birthday? Yeah, today uh, we went to IHOP. So oh, man. Turned 88 today, man. Dad's nice. Dad. He's a pimp. That, it's, I was just talking about your parents today with my son. Uh, we were watching uh, the Raiders Dolphins game. Your guys won. Uh, but I was telling them how awesome. Uh, you know, Miami beaches compared to like regular Miami. I'm like, it's it's night and day. It's like, that's where Ralph lives? I go, well, not now. Ralph lives in Hialeah. He's like, is that cool? I'm like, no, that sucks. <laughs> but I was, I was telling him how you said it used to be like rednecks in the 70s and stuff, and then it changed and everything. You know who was in Hialeah last week? Donald. Yeah. Oh, God. And I, yeah. saw him. I saw him. I went and I caught like the last four minutes. Hey, it's a uh, celebrity. I wanted to see a celebrity. <laughs> you, had, you had a chance to take the shot, and you fucked it up. 
Yeah. Uh, but uh, but no, they were they were showing like the strip, you know, and I was telling him how your dad bought the hotel and everything, and he's like, "Is his parents still alive?" I'm like, "Yeah, doing good, doing good." I was talking to him about Manny and everything, so yeah, weird coincidence. It's amazing. Oh, right. My parents are amazing. Um, and Sorley says, "I love beer, but it gives me nasty headaches now, so I need to drink wine or liquor to get drunk." Oh. Uh, sorry about that. I, I, I hate wine. I can't stand. I, no, I, I just don't get you people. Oh, I gotta get drunk. My my life sucks so bad. I gotta get drunk. None of you. It's like, fuck beer. Meth is better. Cocaine is better. You know what? Pills. I, I ain't taking a chance on the fentanyl. Fentanyl is better. <laughs> you don't feel uh, nothing the next day because you're sleeping all the next day. I remember I, I got a like, big smoking pot phase. And I liked it because I didn't have a hangover. And I smoke weed now. I I still smoke weed. But it feels like, yeah, but I don't, I don't like weed no more. But I'm all for people doing it. Go have fun. I'm uh, all for people doing it too. I'm just against people drinking beer. Well, fuck you. Uh, be cold, be podcast out. I'm just gonna say Al Horder from now on. Yeah, that's a that, that that's a mouthful. Just like just like Al, um, says he loves so far so good so what as well. Yeah, I do too. I don't fuck that album. I love that album. I don't care. Uh, okay, bye. Uh, let's see. Rust in Peace uh, is very overrated. Yeah, they lost that I, dirty I, I dangerous uh, raw sound Megadeth had. It's too clean and polished. I agree. Uh, I, I have to say, I like side two of So Far So Good. Still not as good as Peace Cell, but it's, it's a good thing. Yeah. I, I see what you're saying about the, the, the you know, cleanliness of it, but I, I think the songwriting, that that was peak Megadeth. They, they haven't done anything even close to it since. Not even fucking close. Uh, <laughs> you see what I did there? I bet you don't. Because they have a song called Victory, where he keeps saying, not even. Yeah. Not even. Yeah. All that's, those that's a good That's song. a horrible song. That's a good song. You, you like that song? Yeah. All right. I don't like the album, but I like it. Uh, let's see. Megadeth opening for Five Figure Death Punch twice is a logic I'll never understand. Uh, really? It's called Money. Yeah. It's called Paying Your Fucking Bills. They, they probably made more money opening up for those fucking losers than doing a whole headline tour. Yeah, it, you know. it's It's all about swallowing your pride and paying your fucking house note at that point. Cheap trick, man. They say it all the time. We make more money opening up for Rod Stewart and Motley Crue than we do on our own show. So they're going to be paid more to play less and be done early. Uh, Mark Daly says, hey guys, what were some opening acts that totally blew away the headline act? Pantera destroyed Skid Row. That was yeah. beat down that. That was probably the point I saw. And Skid Row was still good that night, but Pantera was on fire. Yeah. Um, Lizzie Borden opened for Ingve. He owned Ingve that night. Uh, I'm sure there's more, but those are the... Metallica owning Vangina. 
Uh, you're gonna really laugh at this because I'm sure you hate both fucking bands I'm about ready to talk about. Uh, the most part, though, I've seen, you know, I, yeah, Pantera did totally own fucking, uh, uh, well, they owned everybody. When I saw them, it, uh, it was them, Megadeth, and Skid Row, and they, they killed them both. I mean, but I mean, both those bands open up for Skid Row is like fucking. You know, Sabbath and Van Halen open up for Engelberg Humperdinck. I mean, Skid Row, Skid Row. Let's not get twisted shit on my dick, you know. Uh, Skid Row's, you know, come on. They're, they're a slightly elevated poison. Uh, even though I like some of their songs, but overall. Slightly elevated poison. Give me a break. Uh, they, they, I mean, they're, they're fucking come on. cock rock shit, you know. Seriously, you're going to put... Their song. What what song did Skid Row ever write that's like unskinny Bob? You know, uh, f- fucking eighteen in life, and I remember you. That's so, just hey, as bad as some songs bad. suck. Don't get me wrong. You know, songs suck, but unskinny Bob takes it to another level. Yeah, but that's why I said they're elevated. They're okay. better than Poison, oh, okay. but they're, they're not far removed. My bad. Uh, <laughs> uh, okay, so anyway. Uh, I've seen a lot of great opening bands, but I would say as far as like, you know, other than what we just mentioned, a band that totally killed uh, was Static X opening up for Power Man 5000. <laughs> I knew you'd laugh at this. That's a double whammy right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and you know the uh, thing, I have seen those bands at odd. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I saw that at House of Blues in Orlando, and uh, I thought Static X was just Really good. I think uh, both they, those bands didn't both those bands have a singer that their hair was all the way up like. Well, Wayne Static. Well, I mean, uh, Zombie's brother. I mean, he, he had more of like a Billy Idol thing going on. Okay. But uh, but yeah, but uh, and, and Power Man die? wasn't. Didn't he die? Not, no, just his career. Oh, Wayne Static. Yeah, the dude from Static X died. Yeah. Yes. Um, but uh. Yeah, they were just, uh, the, the energy and the heaviness and the crowd got way more into them. And believe it or not, Power Man was bigger at the time and had, you know, a hit on the radio and shit like that. But uh, they just didn't have the energy that Static X had. But that'd probably be the one I think of the most. Uh, let's see here. Go up. All right. Be cool or be. Got the Al Horta. Yeah, yeah. Ch- change your fucking name to Al Horta, will you? Uh, <laughs> that's because Slayer never softened their sound. They stayed true to themselves. I agree. I know a lot of people bitch about Diablos. Uh, I still like that album. I bitch about it. Yeah. Uh, let's see. John Wilkes Booth is here. Holy shit. Oh, shit. Oh, God. It's not past your bedtime. He's got to be old as shit. I know, right? Hey, guys. I know this is random, but I just... Gave my dad coffee with peanut butter, and he's allergic. It was just a prank. Now he's not moving. What do I do? Uh, how much money does he have? Yeah, poke him with a stick. Does he have a good record collection? I mean, maybe don't do shit. You know, be maybe, funny, you know, it'd be funny what he would do. What he could do, like go up to your dad, take out his pants, take off his pants, and jerk him off. 
Yeah. That'd be funny. <laughs> yes. See if he's playing or not. You know, see if he lets you yeah. finish. Good. I, I, I guess it depends on your age, John Wilkes Booth. If you're a millennial, uh, yeah, do nothing like you all do. And then wait till he comes back out of it, and I hope he kicks your ass. I'm, I'm working with a lot of millennials right now, and I love my new job. But Jesus Christ, these fucking millennials. Oh, my God. You know what you know what they do at lunch? What? They play Magic, the gathering game. I don't know what that is. Yeah, it's that they play card games where they fight dragons and stuff like that. Oh, boy. And, and uh, you know, the one, one guy looked at me at work and goes, you do this shit? I go, no, when I was their age, I fucked girls. Yeah. Uh, anyway. When I, uh, when, I, when I was their age, I used to jerk off my dad. <laughs> and he's still kicking. Took a licking and kept on ticking. Yeah. Keep from spry. Uh, future Squash, are we going to get the Flesh and Blood episode for the 350th episode? <laughs> we, uh, should. we should. Yeah. yeah want, me that, that, want, want me to mail you some acid? <laughs> uh, I can't answer that on, on video now, but... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, looking forward to that. That's going to be fun. Uh, do you guys have a favorite rock autobiography? And also, have you guys owned Kiss Behind the Mask biography book or no? It's pretty good so far. That was Kyra. I think I have that. It's an old book, isn't it? Yeah, I have that one too. I, I can't remember if I got through it or not. Uh, the problem is with a lot of these books... Uh, I usually end up knowing 90% of what's in the book. And it, it, that sucks. I always want to like learn something, but it's, I, I'm so much of a nerd. I know a lot of shit already. And I've said this before, a lot of times with these books, I'll go right to like the middle of the book. Cause I hate hearing about their childhoods. I could give two flying fucks about what inspired them to play guitar or if their dad abandoned them or shit like that. I give two fucks. I want to go to the chapter where you put out the shitty album and it all went to hell. I think that's like the most interesting shit. Like, how did you either succumb to that or or you overcame it? You know, like pick a band, you know, that you love. Pick like their worst album. I'll go there first and I'll read the rest and then I'll come back and, and check out the other shit. But I only do that with autobiographies. I would never do that in a real book or anything. I, I really like Richard Cole's book, A Hammer the Guy. Oh, oh, the uh, Zeppelin one? Yeah, I don't think I've ever read a book better than that when it came to me. I think it was the best one. Mom's the Dirt, even though it's fiction, that's a good book. Yeah, but precisely, it's good because it's fiction. Yeah. Uh, let's see. J.P. Bourdon uh, wants to know, have either of you read Geezer Butler's biography? Yeah. Yes, I have it. Is it good? Thanks to my girlfriend. It's awesome. Uh, I finished it. My awesome girlfriend got me the Geezer Butler book. And it's awesome. It was very intriguing. And yeah, kind of like you, I did read the whole thing, but I actually went to Born Again first. See? Read about Born Again. Then I went back. That's some interesting shit. Awesome. <clears throat> All right, why don't you talk about that to these good people while I go take a piss? All right. 
That's just farting. Um, yeah, I mean, no, well, I don't want to give it away, but I got to tell you, man, it is a good read. It's an easy read. Not too long, not too big. Um, found out a lot of stuff I did not know about user property. And, you know, uh, the problems he's had with the band members and life, you know, all that and the other thing. And very interesting, the born again part and the D.O. part was very interesting. And yeah, Sabbath falling apart in the late 70s, and him leaving Tony, trying to do his new thing. Talks about, yeah, just a bunch of shit. I highly recommend the book. Into the Void by Jesus Butler. Where are you, Ian? I'm done talking about this shit. So how are we all doing out there? Let Ian know. I can't read shit. And uh, what else? Yeah, it's my dad's birthday, 88 years old. We went to IHOP today. And with my family, we all met up. And it was awesome. And I came home and took care of some donations I got to put up. I got a lot of donations. Look at this. Look at this book. All these books. All donations. You know, all these notes I got to take out. Right, I'm done talking. Ian's back. You can read your questions. So I can talk about that. Hello. Hi. Give us some more. Hey. I got a question for these fucks. Uh, what's better, a good piss or a good shit? I'm gonna. I'm, both? Gonna, I'm gonna throw my cup. Okay. Yeah. What do you guys think? A good piss or a good shit? Uh, they both have their merits. I just had an awesome piss, but I have some shits that'll change your life. I'm gonna have to think on it. Oops. Forgot. Yeah, I'm gonna have to think on it. Uh, let me know in the comments section. Make sure you smash the like button, hit subscribe. Uh, Spanks a lot. <laughs> uh, got the Getty Lee book, My Effin' Life. I know why he called it that now. He says an effin' lot. I mean a lot. Yeah, I, I'd be interested in that. I mean, I love Rush. Uh, but I don't know. They just didn't seem like a band that, uh... You know, it has a lot of dirty secrets, but who knows? Uh, maybe it's, like, really good. They just kept shit secret the whole time. Uh, McSorley, Silent City is the worst song ever written. Yeah, it's one of them. I never liked that song, even when it was, uh, even when it was big and, uh, and I was a much bigger Queensryche fan. Never cared for it. I love that song, and I hate that album. Uh, Anna Montana. Hey, Ian. Are you going to check out the new Planet of the Apes movie coming out next year? Fuck yeah! I love the Planet of the Apes. I love every goddamn Planet of the Apes movie. You raised the... Yeah, even the Tim Burton one everybody hates. I still like that. Shitty ending, but I like the movie. Uh, let's see. Oh, I skipped one. Uh, Scribble. If you guys could reunite one band, who would it be? I'm going to go with uh, Celtic Frost. I can't. I can't. I mean, the the one band. I mean, the bands I want to reunite, they're dead. You know, members of right. So I'm gonna say merciful fate with Joey Zero. Get Kim Ross back in the band. Yeah. That yeah, I'm, I'm, my main. I already seen Black Sabbath, the original four. Yeah. You know? 
I'm, I'm kind of with you. Uh, all the bands I'm thinking of, somebody's dead. Even Celtic Frost. I mean, Celtic Martin's Frost. dead. Yeah. To me, to, to me, there, there's no Celtic Frost without Martin. You got to have Martin and Tom G. Um, hmm. Is there anybody alive that I give a shit about that broke up? Galactic Cowboys. Probably I'm gonna go with Scritty Politi. Oh, there you go, yeah. Uh, <coughs> Scribble, Ian, I'm gonna be in Washington State next summer. Hopefully we can meet up and smoke a joint. I can't do that now uh, because of my job. Uh, but I watch you. I watch and critique you and say, ooh, you lipping that shit. Stop drooling. Uh, yeah, I'll drink some beers with you. Fuck yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> like this guy's name, Metal Hipster 800. Uh, what do you guys think of modern rock, rock bands like Dirty Honey, The Defiance, The Pretty Reckless, Hailstorm, and Alter Bridge? Do you like them? Nope. They all suck. <laughs> I, li uh, I listen to a lot of new bands. A lot of new bands that aren't pushed by Eddie Trump. You know, I can name you a bunch of killer new bands. Fuck all this modern bullshit. But... If you like it, cool, but man, I heard that dirty honey and show that. That shit's Mark Allen Taylor. I, I get confused with that. I always think of that dirty Shirley shit That's that good. George, Yeah, that Lynch put out. And I, I don't know if I've actually heard Dirty Honey. Uh the Defiance, I've never fucking heard of them. The Pretty Reckless, I've heard of them, but never heard them. Uh, Hailstorm is absolute trash. Yep. Alter Bridge, absolute fucking trash. Good voice. I, I, I get good yeah, voice I, I, on the girl, but that that band sucks. Yeah. No. Oh, good. Because I thought you were gonna say good voice on fucking Alter Bridge. Because I no. can't stand that dude. Everybody like seems to suck his dick, and like he was gonna be in Led Zeppelin and fucking Aerosmith. I don't see it. I I, I think it, he's generic as shit. But yeah, that Lizzie Hale, nice voice, shitty music. Yeah, she's got a good voice. Uh, Ian, are you going to do a meet and greet with Armored Saint? It's so worth it. Uh, yeah, I mean, if, if the price is right. And, it is. Uh, it is. Yeah, I, I, would love, I would love to meet him and talk to, you know, John and Joey and stuff like that. Probably wouldn't get along with Gonzo so much what I know about him, but... Uh, yeah, it'd be cool to meet the band, you know? They're all, they're all very nice to me. They're all nice. Right on. Uh, and then I'd probably have to say something to the one dude about Odin. And he <laughs> might get mad. You know, Odin. I'd have to do that. Um, let's see. Future Squash. Best song on Diamond Head's Lightning to the Nations. Oh, helpless. Yeah, I'd probably have to go with that too. Uh, let's see, Peggy, eighteen. Peggy, like, you know Peggy? Huh? Okay. <laughs> uh, she said, "I just saw the Iron Maidens last week. They played Sun Steel and Deja Vu. It was awesome." Oh wow! Uh, I, wow! I know. I need to check them out. And unfortunately, I shouldn't have just went by my fucking self. But they did play a show. My wife had to work. And uh, they played this really cool theater that's not too, it's probably about 20 minutes from me. But it's cool because they show like old movies, like the, the good shit. Uh, but they also have a lot of bands too. A lot of them are cover bands. But some new bands too, but they played there. I should have went. 
That would be amazing. I'd, I'd probably, I'd probably much more enjoy a Maiden cover band at this point than the actual Iron Maiden. Yeah, I, I hope I'm wrong, man. I know they were coming down here, and honestly, I wasn't gonna go. And if they still haven't come, I'll go just to see Son of Steel. No, 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 no. This is. Oh, oh, you, you, you're talking about the tribute band. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, yeah, I would too. Either they came already or they're coming. And if they're playing Sun and Steel, I'd, I'd go see that. Ryan Russell, the incredible Ryan Russell says, I'm all over Queen's Rack Armored Saint Tour. Uh, says the Warning and Rage are my two favorites. Right on. All right, let me good question. Uh, uh, McSorley. Uh, oh yeah, McSorley's Eric uh, RMCP, by the way. Um, with my move to North Carolina, I'll actually be able to see Armored State Queens Rake Tour and be able to see more shows. That's awesome. It's great when you move somewhere, uh, you know, where you have a better opportunity. Because, uh, man, you know, it, it was hard for me, you know, growing up around Chicago, where every band comes to, to go into Central Florida, where... You'd be lucky if they come there, and New Orleans wasn't much better, unfortunately, even yeah. though it's a music town. Ian, I'm going to do yes, a now. You ready? Yeah. Check it out. I'm Rick Allen. <laughs> like that? That's a good impression. <laughs> I'm Rick Allen. But, uh, yeah, dude, happy for you. Right, bands play North Carolina? Yeah, yeah. great. Awesome, dude. Awesome. Uh, RMCP for life. Yeah. Kyron uh, wants to know what was your guys' reaction when George Harrison died? I was, I was kind of. I was sad. I mean, I mean, you know, he's a Beatle, but it's not like like if one Beatle had to go. <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, actually. Yeah. It, you know, it was you know, and I was so young when when Lennon died. I, I mean, I understood the impact around me because it was such, I mean, that was big. I mean, not only was he John Lennon, but the way he died. And, you know, George Harrison had cancer, and it's unfortunate. I wish, I wish he was still alive. I don't wish him dead by any means. Um, but, yeah, it, it didn't affect me the same. But it did annoy the fuck out of me how everybody came out of the woodwork. Oh, he was my favorite Beatle. Favorite Beatle. Says no one. Says uh, no one. Ringo's better than George. I'm sorry. Yeah, you know, it's like when people say, "Oh, Peter Chris is my favorite member of Kiss. It's my favorite solo album." I don't trust you. I don't trust you. And that's how you really feel. I don't want to hang out with you. All things must pass is a shitty album. <laughs> oh, I, I love. I do love that album. I hate that album. I hate yeah. it. And that's the one everybody points at. That's the best Beatles solo album. Stand on the line is better. Venus yeah. Mars is better. Plastic Auto Band is better. Yeah. Actually, my, my favorite McCartney one is the first one, McCartney. Well, I'm talking about Wings. I mean, yeah, McCartney. Right. Ram is awesome. Yeah, Ram, Ram's good. McCartney's still my favorite, though. Yeah, McCartney did the, had the best solo career. I mean, you, you know, you just want to be that guy. I yeah. want to be that guy that, that's going to say the overrated Beatle is the best Beatle. Yeah, that, that's like I'm, I'm still waiting for like when Pete Best dies. Yeah. Somebody's gonna be like, he was my favorite. You know, yeah. there's gonna be an asshole that says that. You know, 
Uh, and and, and, and uh, I guess I should say, I mean, I'm sure there are some people who George Harrison was your favorite Beatle. You have shitty taste. You know, those people are out there. If he's your favorite Beatle, I, I probably don't like your record collection. They don't believe uh, They're just saying that to okay. be that guy. Uh, favorite Bill Murray role. Wow. That's a hard one. Um, uh, I'd probably say Caddyshack. I would probably go between Caddyshack and Stripes. Um, but I, I love Bill Murray in just about everything. Yeah, I like Grant Day a lot. Yeah, no, I, I, I love, I mean, seriously, just about everything he's in, he steals. Uh, and it's funny, I'm such a huge, huge Quentin Tarantino fan. And he's all about Chevy Chase and doesn't like Bill Murray. And I don't get that. I mean, Chevy Chase was funny in the day. But he had a way shorter shelf life, and he's a colossal fucking asshole. Uh, I hear Bill Murray can be difficult too, though. But still, Bill Murray hands down over Chevy Chase. Although I do like them both. Uh, favorite Kurt Russell movie? Uh, the Thing. Yeah, The Thing. Now I'll say the most underrated Kurt Russell movie. Captain Ron. Breakdown. Yeah, Breakdown's a good one. That movie is. Awesome. Uh, there's not, not, yeah. There's not too much Kurt Russell I don't like. Uh, yeah, Kurt and, Russell's it, got a good. He's got a good run, man. I don't think you he's, know. I can't think of a shitty movie he's made. Escape from L.A. <laughs> you know, yeah, that but that's not his crap. fault. That's yeah, that was kind of crap. But yeah, a uh, close second with Kurt Russell would be uh, uh, Escape from New York. I absolutely love that fucking movie and. A very underrated movie that uh, a couple months ago it got like a new remastered Blu-ray special edition put out. Very underrated movie uh, called Best of Times. Him with uh, Robin Williams. It's a football movie. Really good. Really good. Uh, <laughs> Chris Sintek. You kicked Elvis in the knee. <laughs> Chris Sinzak is dropping some knowledge on this shit. Some hot breaking news uh, that I didn't know about. You might know about this. But he said, did you hear that Turbo Faster is opening up for the Vangina Tour next year? <laughs> I did not know that. See, now I got to go. And, uh, you know, I know we talked about it in uh, the episode we did yesterday. But, uh, you know, expand on it a little bit more. Because I'm, I'm just seeing some ridiculous shit online. But this new Sammy Hagar tour. Uh, let's call this shit what it is. This is not a tribute to Eddie Van Halen. This is a fucking cash cow thing, you know? This is the only way he can get any bit of relevance. If you've seen any interview that he's done since he's out of Van Halen is always about Van Halen because it's the only thing he's ever done. Besides make an incredible business decision with tequila. Uh, the only thing he ever he ever did was ruin the greatest American band of all time. Uh, man, people just don't give a shit. And I'm, I'm really surprised by the venues that are being booked for this. I'll be very curious to see how this turns out. You know, the thing where I got to give Dave is fucking batshit crazy as he is. There's plenty of Dave interviews after he was out of Van Halen where he didn't mention Van Halen. 
he didn't mention Sammy or anything like that. But man, you want to talk about who lives in whose head rent free? It's Dave and fucking Sammy's because that motherfucker cannot do one fucking interview without Van Halen and without fucking uh, David Lee Roth being involved. Not one fucking interview. And the people who would pay to go see this shit, that's the motherfuckers, Ralph, that I want dead. More, more so than Sammy Hagar. More so than Sammy Hagar. You fans. You fans that pay money for this shit encourage it. Your death, your head needs to be upon that spike much more than Sammy Hagar's. That's much right. more. That's right, Mark Alden Poser. Ian wants you to die. Well, if he goes to this, yeah, he of course this he will. Way. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, let me know what show you're going to. That way, I can do your show before you die. Uh, you know, but but seriously, I mean, who would pay? Who would pay money to go hear the worst fucking songs of a band's catalog? And then if you saw, you know, I, I saw the comments about, oh, how great he sounded on Howard Stern. Did you watch the same thing I fucking watched? I mean, at least you and me can admit when, when they show like a clip of Dave and he sounds like shit, we're like, ah, oh, we love Dave, but he sounds like shit. You know, Hagar, I love that little clip. Have you seen everybody's been posted on the Facebook page? Uh, the, the Sammy Hagar clip? It's like an isolated, like he tries to do a scream or, ooh, 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 you know, it's just, you know, sounds like a fucking goat getting sodomized, you know, it's hilarious. But it's like, you know, that's that's what you get all excited about, and then you're going to see Joe Satriani do Eddie Van Halen. Give me a, I would rather see any of the 10 nameless guys that I saw with David Lee Roth during the 90s and 2000s yeah. that were Eddie clones did a more faithful and a better job because here's the problem when you get somebody like Joe Satriani his ego is going to get in the way of doing it you know a thousand percent he's going to have to throw a little satch in there you know which I have no interest of hearing you know I like maybe two satch songs you know and uh you know I don't it, it, it's horrible but seriously anybody that goes to this tour you know, die, die. Hope your family dies. Ooh, is that I? Yeah. Well, I. Okay. Well, I should say your offspring. Well, no, fuck that. Your parents too, because your parents made your fucking shitty ass. You know, but your kids shouldn't live to make other kids that listen to this shitty stuff. I mean, they, you really are. You're all scumbag fucking pedophiles who deserve to fucking die. No use for you. No fucking use. Y'all a bunch of British cigarettes. Yeah. Uh, Eric, uh, RMCP, uh, Converse or Vans? Neither. Vans. Yeah. Uh, I, I find neither comfortable, and they both make my feet look huge. I have huge feet for my uh, for my height. I, I should uh, I should be like six seven with my feet, but I. I wear those, I look like a clown. It's not a good look. Hey, can I call you Sasquatch for now on? Sure. Cool. Sure can. What's next? Uh, give us the next. Uh, Ryan Russell says Tesla destroyed Death Leopard on the Hysteria Tour. I totally I, believe that shit. I wouldn't go that far. 
They were. Uh, that flopper was good that night. Yeah, they played a lot of hysteria shit, but they were good. I saw that tour. Tesla was good too, but no, Tesla did not blow him off stage the night I saw. Oh, dude, Eric RMCP just totally schooled our ass. Yeah. Totally schooled our ass. I can't believe we forgot this shit. Uh, this is referring to like an opening band owning the headliner. Alice Cooper opened up for Motley Crue. Oh, yeah. How could I forget? And I saw that, that tour twice. That was a complete beatdown. Oh, that was a slaughter. Oh, yeah. But we will both agree Motley Crue had a great stage show. Stage so show. For, you, for you Kiss fans, you know, that that's the only kind of shit you care about. You don't care about music, obviously. It might not have been as bad, but for people with two fucking ears, oh, yeah, Alice Cooper killed them. I thought Motley Crue's stage show was better than any Kiss stage show I ever saw. It was insane. The fire, I felt the fire, and I was like halfway back in the arena. And yeah. Fire from the stage. It was insanely good. Yeah, I was I was 12th row. I felt that shit. Uh, Gabriella Valentine. Is that your girlfriend? No, Brenda. Oh, okay. She's here. She's watching. Say hi. Oh, okay. Hi, Brenda. Uh, she uh, Gabriella says hi guys, and rock and peace Wayne Static. Okay, so she likes Static X. Uh, Scribble, weird question, but are you guys into any crime mysteries? I'm deep into the DB Cooper story. Uh, I mean, I love true crime shit. I mean, not like chicks do. Like my wife loves that shit. You know, loves mysteries and stuff. I do like crime shit. Uh. But it seems like women, I don't know what that says about you, Scribble, but women are, like, obsessed with it. And that's cool. I like, I like serial killer shows. Yeah. Yeah, I like serial killer shows. I'm, I'm more into that. Uh, Hannah Montana says, Hey, Ralph, when you saw Tesla and Sticks open for Death Leopard, did you think Death Leopard performed well? Did they play any good deep tracks before Hysteria, or is it just the same old set list? It was the same old set list. They were not bad. They were all right. But, yeah, I, I wouldn't go see them again. You know, I mean, I went for six, really. And I went in early to see Tesla. And I, can't, I ain't going to lie. I'm not going to say Def Leppard was bad. But at the same time, I was like, yeah, all right. I saw him because I came to see six. And it was all right. I mean, the thing I found most impressive about Def Leppard was that Rick Allen actually did a decent drum song. Bless his heart, he tries. No, he uh, did well. I think when he was playing the drums and I doing the solo, he was thinking of his wife's face. Yeah. yeah. The sad state of music is Rick Allen with one arm probably does a better drum solo than Tommy Lee does now. Yeah, and less rap. Uh, Kyron Costa, yo, he answered my uh, shit question. He says a good shit. He prefers a good shit. Uh, Dirk Mitz is here. Ron Dimert, uh he says a good duty. Uh, Future Squash, best and worst fast food places. My favorite, though, I don't go to much because there's not any around me, is Arby's. I love yeah. Arby's. Yeah. Uh, my least favorite. Uh, probably like McDonald's or Burger King. Yeah. Uh, best, uh, you, you call it a good one. I love me some fucking Arby's, but 
They're harder to find and they're so fucking expensive. Um, worst, I can't stand Sonics. I think Sonics sucks really bad. I've never been there. Not a big fan of Wendy's either, but Wendy's uh, nuts I like. I, I like Wendy's more than Burger King and McDonald's. Oh, I love, uh, for a burger, well, I mean, the bet, I'm sorry, how could I forget? The absolute best, the best fast food burger you can get in the world is Whataburger. I never which had. Which is primarily in Texas. There's some in Florida. Unfortunately, there's none here in Washington. That is by far the best. But like the major ones you see everywhere, I like Burger King. I like, a, you know, I'll take a, a Whopper over, you know, anything. I think McDonald's sucks. Yeah. McDonald's really sucks. Everybody's like, but they're fries. I, I give two shits less. Everything else sucks. Uh, you know what I want, though? I want the McRib. Yeah, McRib's good. I've never had a McRib, and everybody, like, praises it. Now, actually, the other, I forgot who it was. Somebody was talking about the McRib is back, and I called my McDonald's, the one near me. Yeah. And they were like, no, we don't have it. Okay. Yeah, but McRib is, McRib is like a good Alice Cooper album after 1974. You know, like every 10 years, you can get the McRib or a good Alice Cooper record. Um, Scribble, have you guys listened to the new Dokken album? Ralph, I believe you listened to it and liked it. I liked it a lot. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Yeah, I heard uh, I heard the two singles and, and thought they were trash. I downloaded the album, but I haven't listened to it yet. Um, Future Squash, have you guys heard Doro's new album? Uh, what do you think if you did? I only heard the, uh, you know, the cover with Rob Halford. And I, again, I downloaded it. Who knows if I'll ever fucking get around to listen to it. I love uh, Domino, but, but seriously, I, I, nothing blows my mind what she does since uh, Agony. What is it called again? The Warlock album. Agony and whatever. Yeah. I Rule the Ruins. I love all that stuff. Kisses. Yeah. We are... All We Are and East Meets West. That album is gold. And also, an earlier one called Burn the Witch. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing stuff. But everything she's done after... But I respect her a lot. When she came down here about, I don't know, 15, 20 years ago, I went, and it was a fist-pumping metal show. It was awesome. But, yeah, I love Doro Passion. She's a sweetheart. What a nice woman. Yeah. Um, I met her twice. She was super nice. But, yeah, man, to me, I don't think she ever topped that Warlock album that has uh, I Rule the Ruins. It's Agony. Yeah. Agony and Triumph? Triumph and Agony, I think. Yeah, Triumph and Agony. Uh, all right. From the Dungeon Podcast. Uh, do you guys like the Melvins? And what's your opinion on the Black Album? I love it so to scribble. Uh, the Melvins. I am a huge uh, Melvins fan, and I wish I would have been into them more the first time I saw them. First time I saw them was opening up for Kiss uh, on the, I think it was the farewell tour, or was it the reunion tour? I don't know. But uh, I wasn't as familiar with I knew of them, but I didn't really listen to them. I've since seen them a bunch of times. I just saw them a couple months ago, and it was by far... Uh, the best Melvin show I've ever seen. And I've seen some good ones, but I was just blown away at their age. And Dale, the fucking drummer, I, I mean, godly, godly does not get nowhere near the fucking uh, attention he deserves, you know, and, and, and the respect. 
that one's absolutely, absolutely kick ass. As far as the Black album, I, I take it you're referring to Metallica. Yeah, it uh, it sucks. It sucks. Not a, not a fan. Not a fan. And in fact, I just watched a video on YouTube today that was dealing with the uh, load and reload was like the focus of it. But they, you know, it started with the Black album. And just like hearing the fucking different songs off of it, that I haven't listened to Black Album since I think we did a review of it with Metal Mike. And uh, man, not not my fucking Metallica, man. Not my Metallica by a long. The, the Black Album makes Injustice sound like fucking Ride the Lightning. I mean, it's just yeah, it, it, it's it's fucking Jocker. It, it's Five Finger Death Punch. That's what I think of the Black Album. How about you, Ralph? What's your opinion of uh, the Melvins and the Black Album? I don't care for the Melvins. I don't care for the Black Album. There you go. Uh, Kyron wants to know, what fast food mascot do you think is the creepiest? I'm going to go with Jared from Subway. Uh, Big Sammy Hagar fan, by the way. True story. And a fucking pedophile. I'm not making this shit up, people. Yeah, it's true. Um, Ronald McDonald, all clowns to me are creepy. And the coolest one is um, the, the big boy. Big boy. That big. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know what you're talking the about. The big fat boy with the, with the hamburger. Yeah. It's, I like him. All right. Hold on. Here we go. Uh, RMCPs. Good question. Good question. Yeah. RMCP says, uh, I talked to Jeff about Odin, and he doesn't seem to like Randy O, LOL. Uh, yeah, I can imagine. He, he seemed pretty douchey. I mean, if you guys have seen uh, Decline Part 2, great fucking movie, though. God, I, I can watch that over and over again and just laugh. Good shit. Um, Scribble says, My 11-year-old son loves Beastie Boys and Sabbath. Now he knows where the sample from License to Ill comes from. Awesome. Uh, I love both bands. I'm a huge Beastie Boys fan. Uh, and a huge Sabbath fan. And, and just huge in general. I love three uh, Beastie Boy albums. Yeah? I like License to Ill. Uh, Paul's Boutique. Yeah. Um, the one with Sabbath Sabotage. Uh, Communication. <laughs> I like those three albums. Yeah, that's a good one. Check your heads real good too. I yeah. like all of Yeah, I got that. I got those CDs. Yeah. Uh, I like them all. Uh, I would say my least favorite would be uh, To the Five Burrows. Uh, but there's still some good shit on it. But pretty much I love everything Beastie Boys. Uh, Zoo Station. How long do you think this version of Pantera will last? Should they make an album? Uh, I think it's going to last as long as people are paying money for it, quite frankly. Uh, and should they make an album? I, I, that's a tough one, and, and, and I might get some blowback on this, but I think the weak link is Zach. You know? Yes. I, lo I, I love Zach, don't get me wrong, and I think he is the guy to do it for this shit. Uh, you know, not only 
his capabilities, but because he was such a good friend of Dimebag's, uh, I think makes it perfect. But I don't, I don't think he could write anything that comes close to Dimebag. And, and I'm sorry, I love some Zach, man. I, I love some Zach, but you know, there's a lot of spotty fucking black label shit, you know, and I ain't thrilled about all of his Ozzy shit either. And uh, I, I don't know, may, maybe do it, but but by that point, go by another name. But I, I don't know. I, I can't see it working out, but as, as far as touring, they're going to keep doing it as long as people go. They just announced new dates for next year. Unfortunately, not one here. So if I want to see them, I got to bite the bullet and go see fucking Metallica, uh, which I'm not that thrilled about. You know, not only that, I mean, just the expense of the, of the Metallica show versus going to see, you know, this Pantera Mach 3. Um, and another thing that sucks is I would be much more interested in a new Down album, but that's not going to happen until this Pantera thing runs its course because Phil's going to make far far more money off of this shit. I mean, him him and Rex are they're going all the way to the bank with this shit. You know, I'm sure Charlie and Zach get a nice little you know stipend, but nothing like what fucking Phil and Rex are you know taking home. It's just like Kiss. You know, Peter, Chris, and Ace barely got less than Tim Paul. Oh, yeah. Drummer. They're opening the tour down here in a huge arena. The B. Yeah. BTT Center. Huge, huge arena. That's awesome. I'm like, it, I got to go to this. Yeah. And, and they'll probably, you know, I think it's a smart package. Uh, having Lamb of God with them. I mean, I'm not the hugest Lamb of God fan, but they do have a following. Uh, so I think it's smart business sense. I, I I hope whoever is like the real opener is somebody that I'm more in tune with than Lamb of God. But, you know, I, of course I would go check it out. And I've never seen Lamb of God live. They might blow me away live. You know? I saw Lamb of God when they were brand new. It was like... Yeah. It was like a three-band, and I filmed it. Back then, I was a bootlegger. So I filmed Lama God with them with nobody. And the time I ever saw him, and I remember thinking, man, these guys are Pantera ripoffs. But at the yeah. time, it was a million Pantera ripoffs. Yeah. And they were just one of the many. And, you know, I guess they changed their sound later, but early Lama God Live was total Pantera worship. Yeah. All right. Uh... Metal, uh, or what do you think they should make a Pantera album? With no, no, I wouldn't want yeah. that. I think, okay. I think Zach has lost his mojo. I don't think he's written anything good in years. Yeah, uh, Metal Hipster 800. What's your top metal album of the year? Mine is Hell Ripper, Warlocks, oh. Grim, and Withered Hags. Dude, Hell Ripper is awesome. It's a one man band thing. That shit rules. I don't know if I have. I don't think I have this year's Hell Ripper. I think it was last year's album. I'll have to check it out. Because I, I I was friends with somebody that worked in a plant, a record plant, making records. Yeah. Gave me a Hell Ripper album. And I listened to it. I was like, this shit is fucking awesome. It's total like Venom. Bad, okay, cool. Battery stuff. It's, it's amazing stuff. Uh, my favorite this year so far is Ravens. All, all hell's breaking loose. 
that album yeah. owns, and it's it's not that long. You know, it doesn't uh, wear out the welcome, cut out the fat. I love Metal City, but I thought this was even better. Amazing album is that, and also the new Jack Panzer album called the 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 Howling. I think it's called. Yeah. Well, those are my two favorite albums of this year. I don't know. I, I'd have to think. I, I've really, I, I've taken such a step back from music since the pandemic, uh, and I, I don't correlate them together like that caused it. But I think it's just I, I go in cycles, and I've been in far more of a movie cycle than a music cycle the last, you know, three years or so. And so I, I, I get a lot of these albums online when they come out. If it's a band I know, you know, that I like or something or something I hear is interesting, I get it. But the reality of me going and listening to it, unless something really grabs me, uh, like I know I've got the new Raven, haven't listened to it. You know, I don't even know if I listen to Metal City. And I love Raven. I just, I, I don't know what it is, you know. And... Um, I would have to say, and I, I feel terrible saying this because it's a live album, but the one that really makes me go on repeat is the uh, the Uncle Acid live album. I thought was just outstanding. And it's been a long time since a, a modern live album did that for me. That, uh, you know, wasn't like a reissue or a deluxe edition. Oh, by the way, uh, I sent you on Dropbox, I sent you the uh, Motorhead Another Perfect Day deluxe edition awesome thank you yeah good shit listen to that today before the show yeah I, I i think i'm just getting old uh when i do listen to something it's something i know i love uh maybe it's because i'm getting older and a more uh, a sense of mortality that like why waste my time <laughs> you know i'd rather listen to something i know i love like i listen to that fucking motorhead and a the remastered sounded great and even the live concert that comes with it was on a previous um, reissue of that album. But this one's much better quality. Um, so yeah, I, I'm not keeping up with the new shit like I should. I I never change. Actually, I'm exactly how I was as a little kid. I get stoned and I go in the rabbit hole on YouTube look for bands, I don't know who they are. I love looking for new bands. Yeah. And most of the time, let me tell you, it's not like if let's say I find a new band that sucks. Yeah. I'll I'll, I'll listen to like a little bit of a song. All right, that's yeah. enough. Let me find something else. But I'm constantly looking for new bands, and there's a big, big rush of new wave of traditional bands from Canada that I worship, the Traveler, Riot City. I mean, great stuff, man. And uh, yeah, you know, I, I, I'm, I, I'm the opposite. I don't watch movies. I do that a lot with, uh, there's a site I go to that I get my music from, and um, they have a description like every time they post a new album, like what genre of metal it is. And a lot of times, if it's anything like desert rock, stoner rock, doom type shit, I always download it. And a lot of times I'll check out like one song 
and see if it grabs me, you know, like see if I like the music or the vocals. Um, the problem is I do that so much, I forget about it. There's so many bands, you know, and I don't know the name. I mean, I know the name when I download it, but you know what I mean? It's not something that's like in my brain, and they're not bands that you read about on fucking Blabbermouth. So a lot of times I forget, but if it like hits me really hard, uh, you know, I'll load it on my phone, so it's in my playlists and shit. Uh, you know, but I mean, I have thousands of albums on my phone, and you know, on my, you know, I've got, I've got a dedicated uh, hard drive for my albums, and I've got you know over twenty thousand, so I've got a lot of shit. Uh, but when I when I like somebody, I get their whole discography, unless if they have a Christmas album. I I don't download Christmas albums or greatest hits. Yeah. Fuck compilations and fuck... Even if it's a band I love, like Cheap Trick, put out a Christmas album. I want nothing to do with it. I like their Christmas album. And I'm not into Christmas music. Rob, Rob Halford put out a Christmas album. Fuck it. Twisted Sister, yeah, I, fuck I, I, it. I don't you think know. I'll even bother with that. But yeah, I, no. I enjoyed the, the, the Cheap Trick Christmas. Because, you know, they covered the Kings. And, you know, yeah. Christmas on Roy Wood. Look at some good stuff. I mean, I liked it, but I'm not a Christmas. I do not like Christmas music. Yeah, me either. Except, except with the exception of Mariah Carey. Oh, I can't get enough of that song. Oh, fuck's sake. Uh, Kyron Colston, favorite Robert Plant solo album? Oh, um, definitely uh, Picture of the Eleven. Though, I really do like the next one. What is it called? Pre Ple Pleasure? Principle of Moments. No, Pleasure Principle, no? No, Principle of Moments. I like that one a lot, but I'm going to go with the first one because it's the most left one has. And it has Cozy Powell on it. Yeah. Uh, not that they're they're great albums, but I would pick either Now and Zen or Heavy Nova. Uh, I, I think 90% of Robert Plant's solo shit sucks dick. I, I, I think... I have no interest. You know, he's just one of those. He wants to distance himself so much. The guy, you know? the guy sang Stairway to Heaven for charity. You got to give him that. Because you know how much he hates that fucking song. Right. But no, but I'm saying his, his solo shit, though. I don't care for it. You know, all this. I got a question. What's going on with that guy from Duran Duran? I thought he was dying. Uh, apparently, he's doing better now. Uh, and I think he might be coming back to the band, at, at least in a limited capacity. I don't know if he would tour with them, but he did. They just released a Halloween album that's like half covers and some redos of some of their like more gothic type shit. And uh, he played on like four tracks. Um, but uh, yeah, I guess he's not dead yet. But you know, you got to be careful with that shit. People going to remission for a while and. Seem to be doing better and then it comes back with a vengeance so uh hope for the best i know you hate Duran Duran anyways i don't even know why you asked <laughs> <laughs> all right uh let's see here all right i mean that Duran Duran is such version music that you know they got this huge female fan base they're all virgins even the females it's crazy they suck. Uh, love them. Uh, scribble. Hey, 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 Ian, do you like Wham? Yes. Are you a fan of Wham? 
faggot. Uh, favorite bad movie? Uh, Kiss Meets the Phantom of the Park. Oof. My favorite. Yeah, that's one. That's a great bad movie. I don't know. I like so many bad movies. It's funny because in a lot of ways I'm a movie snob. Uh, but it's more so like I just don't like in-between shit. You know, it's got to be like some Martin Scorsese shit or it's got to be some trauma shit, you know, or something uh, vinegar, something vinegar syndrome would put out. You know, what? Uh, oh, oh, there's two movies I got to bring up that I own that are fucking terrible. Vanilla Ice Cools Ice. <laughs> yeah, that's it's a shitty so movie. That great. Oh, yeah. And here's a doozy. Fair Game with, with um, the supermodel. Um, oh, with uh, is that with uh, Sidney Crawford? Yeah, I like that movie. It's so stupid. It's awesome. What a what a horrible actor. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh man, you know what I watched the other day, and it's so fucking horrible, but I love it. But it's so bad. It's Cobra. Oh yeah. With, with Sylvester Dude, Stallone. I gotta tell you a funny story about Cobra. I saw it when it was new in the theater. Me and too. You know, you know the scene where Cobra, the car, like goes off the parking garage, like from the second floor, and lands. Remember that scene? Yeah. Dude, this old lady in the theater got up and said, "That's it! I've had enough!" And she left. <laughs> you know, I remember seeing that. I think what was that like '86 that came out? '85, '86. So I was like 11 or 12, mm-hmm. and I remember sitting in the town cinema in Kankakee, Illinois, and I was like. This movie sucks. I mean, I like it, but it sucks. And I watched it again the other day, like, uh, on my way to work. I, I take a bus to work, and um, I'm watching. I, I, this is fucking horrible. I mean, the acting is terrible. The, the uh, you know, the dialogue is horrendous. And basically what it is, is it's Stallone's Beverly Hills Cop. Because yeah, Stallone, yeah, Stallone was supposed to do Beverly Hills Cop, but he wanted to take all the comedy elements out and make it like a more of a thriller. And Paramount's like, yeah, no, we're good. Uh, so anyway, he like redeveloped it and that became Cobra. And it's just, it's so bad. But what's awesome about it is it's like, I don't even think it's a fucking hour and a half. It goes by so fast, but it is just, it's total like garbage. But it's it's edible garbage, you know. A lot of people love the hell out of it. Yeah, it's it's a cult film, and I think it's because it's so bad. I think most people will acknowledge it's not a good movie, but there's something about it. But I do remember, uh, I did think he was cool in that movie, and I started putting a match in my mouth after that. And my grandfather got on me about. He's like, you know, that shit's lit, uh, you know, dipped in fucking chemicals so it keeps a flame, and you're putting that shit in your mouth. And you look like a fucking retard. Uh, like, okay, thanks, man. Did, did, did you grab scissors and cut a pizza? No. It, no, but I was watching that scene the other day. I was like, it's so stupid. <laughs> you know, oh, I keep my gun clean and stuff in the egg carton. You know, I'm, nobody would understand me. It, it's fucking terrible. And then the bad guys with the axes, like, cling, 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 cling. Oh, it's fucking... Yeah, up to that point, Sylvester Stallone was kicking ass. Yeah. But what do I know? I, I love Rhinestone, and most people hate Rhinestone. I, I adore, I, I bought that fucking movie. I oh. love Rhinestone, it's hilarious. 
I think so too. But don't, don't, don't stop her. My mom was shoot was the worst. Oh, I, I, I refused even. I, I'd given up by that point. I didn't see that. I didn't see that, Oscar. Oscar was tedious watching that. It's one of those comedies where they kept throwing barbs the whole movie. Yeah. And all the barbs weren't funny. And, you know, mix up. Like, oh, you thought this was really bad. It just went on too much, man. It was horrible. But I think, Rambo. I think up to um, uh, Cobra, everything he did, I, don't, I can't think of anything bad. I love Fizz. I love Paradise Alley. Of course, the Rockies, the Rambo. Nighthawks. Nighthawks Night is Hawks. a great one. I like Lords of Flatbush before he was famous. Yeah. I even like this yeah. porno. You ever seen this porno? Italian. Uh, yeah, I've seen clips of it. He's no Al Horta. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> uh, Hershey Squirts 187 says, Big Love. Excuse me. Big Trouble Little China is Kurt Russell's best movie. Yeah, I love I, I love that love movie. It. Yeah. A great movie. Yeah, and that's one. I hope they never get the reboot off the ground because there's been they've been trying for years to remake it with The Rock playing him. Like, no. No. Uh, he also says Tombstone kicks ass. Yeah. I'll be I'll be, I'll be your Huckleberry. Yeah, everybody's favorite line, man. Great. I love Val Kilmer in that movie. Oh, yeah. I love Val Kilmer in just about everything. I hear he's a real dick, but uh, I love his movies. Mark Daly says, I know you guys dislike Sammy Hagar, but imagine the show could be worse. How about Extreme opening the show and playing the entire Van Halen 3 album? No, that would uh, be better. That would be better. Yeah. No, I, I agree. I agree. I, I, I think I think it would be better. Because it'd be less desperate, less of a cash cow. Everybody's always like, oh, well, you know, I mean, Gary, Gary Sharon's worse than Sammy. At least it's like, you're only saying that because Gary Sharon's album didn't sell. It was yeah. just as terrible as every Vangina album. Well, Gary Sharon even tried to sound like Sammy on the album. Oh, yeah. I, I think it's funny you see a lot of these people on the Van Halen sites and stuff that that are Sammy lovers, uh, and but they talk you know like Van Halen is Eddie, and and then somebody will be like, what about Van Halen three? Like, oh that sucks. Sharon sucks. <laughs> you yeah. know, like yeah, Sharon. Sharon uh, brought the band. Sammy had nothing to do with that. Yeah. It was all Eddie, but but with that, oh yeah, let's blame Sharon. Yeah. Fuck you guys. Fuck you, Mark Daly. He said yeah. I, I'll tell you, the three things that you need for good Van Halen, David Lee Roth. Yeah. That's all you need. That's it. Uh, Hannah Montana says, Thrasher die and Wild Ride should do a tour together. I would pay to see that. So would I. I would pay for the meet and greet, and I know you. That's how much I would, you know. That yeah, would be no, awesome. Thrasher and I did have meet and greet. And uh, this is a true story. Uh, three cents. And you can't give me a nickel. You have to go to the store, change a nickel, come back with three pennies. And I give you, you know, we, 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 give, you, we give you the meat and greens. And boy, would I love to throw a wild ride because I'm a big fan. Yeah. I gasoline alley, man. I play that. I have that CD in my, in my iPod. I jam that all the time. They got a new one coming out soon. Wild Ride. 
awesome. That's an awesome band. Love them. Uh, Vincent Longo, uh, favorite Stallone movie, non-Rambo or Rocky? I might get shit for this, but I'll go with Tango and Cash. Uh, uh, for me, hands down, well, I would say not Nighthawks, but uh, another very underrated one is Cliffhanger. I think that movie I love Cliffhanger. Amazing. Yeah, love. I saw that in the theater. Loved it. Um, I'm going to go with one that not enough people uh, talk about, and it's amazing. And if you can check it out, uh, go out of your way to find the director's cut because it's even better. Uh, Copland. Yeah, I own that. I love Copland. Man, every, him, De, De Niro. Everybody. You blew it! <laughs> I love that. Yeah. Yeah, no. And it's a shame because Stallone acts his ass off in that movie. I mean, he plays against character. He's not the hero. He's not the superhuman. He's just like a regular schmo. Um, but he, he does it. I, I, I love when you see. You know, stars like that that normally don't get a role that requires actual acting, you know. Uh, but I think he knocked it out of the part and shows he can do it, you know. Uh, and he did it in the past, but then he went through years just, you know, playing basically live-action cartoons. But, uh, yeah, Copland, but, yeah, Cliffhanger, great. Uh, I mean, fucking John Lithgow. Anything with John Lithgow. Uh, except that remake of uh, At Some Theory. I thought I, I thought his acting in this was amazing. Yeah. Should have won an Oscar. But yeah, I, I think seriously, so that's one of my favorite actors. He's up there with Gary Oldman and De Niro with me. He's up there. As good as all of those guys. I think. Uh Kyron wants a random question. <laughs> wow. What do you guys think is worse, a racist or a pedophile? Uh, a pedophile. Um, yeah. A racist is just an idiot, you know, uh, but a pedophile, like, ruins lives. Yeah. No, a, racist, I, I, a racist will get his ass kicked and tries to ruin a life, you know what I mean? Yeah, but, I mean, I mean, they're, 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 they're both douchebags, but you can't... Uh, you can't equate someone's opinion uh, to rape, <laughs> you know? Uh, no, nah, they're horrible. So basically, yes, there's nothing worse than a Sammy Hagar fan because they are all pedophiles. <laughs> Brenda says hi. Hey, hi, Brenda. Brenda. That's my girlfriend. She's hot. Uh, RMCP wants to know what's your stance on Chicago deep dish pizza? Love it. That's real pizza. Fuck that New York shit. Oh, fuck you. I love New York pizza. Yeah. Uh, Hannah Montana says, Whataburger is the best fast food restaurant ever. I originally grew up in Texas. Fuck yeah. Once you have it, there's no going back. You know? It's it's just next level shit. It's like Big Black Cox. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't go back. You ain't coming back. You ain't so, so, Brenda, stay away from that big black cock. And hey, hey, Brenda, my boy's don't, heart. don't fuck no big black cock. <laughs> I am a downgrade. Yeah, 
you break this fucker's heart, we're gonna be reviewing fucking Ario Speedwagon albums, and I can't deal with that shit. Connor <laughs> uh, Strat, just saying. Uh, the Rocky Metal Combat Podcast Black Album episode is a perfect episode to introduce someone to the podcast. First day I met Trinity, I told her about it. Aww. Aren't they the cutest couple? They they are the and I am so proud of everything they've achieved. Yeah, Trinity's uh, oh my god, like like super smart. Oh yeah, you know, and and I remember she wrote me this this incredible letter. I know when she was. I hope she doesn't mind me saying this, but you know she was struggling with whether to stay in school. You know, and I, I very much encouraged her to do it, and I'm so proud of everything she's accomplished and then seeing you know both of them we've known since they were kids yeah you know and uh you know the the episode where you know the video of, of connor giving his dad you know he asked me what uh frank zappa yeah i i mean i've watched that a million times and it chokes me up every time and they're still together i love that i think they're i think they're one of those couples that you know they're gonna be together. Yeah, yeah. I mean, how often do you see people at that age, uh, you know, last? But you do, you do see it. it it's rare, but I mean, it's just it's every good. time. Yeah, you know, it, it's really good, and I, I love both of you, Connor and 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 Trinity. I, I love you both, and I'm very proud of you guys. I think you're great. You went from being great kids to great adults. Yeah, and, uh, I, I I love you both too. But unlike Ian, I wouldn't bang Trinity. Hey! Oh, did I say my? She's she's like my daughter. Hey, I'm not a Sammy Hagar fan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. If you're a Sammy Hagar fan, you'd be trying to bang it. Yeah. Uh, Dirtmitz says Bob's big boy. Yeah, uh, that that's what be. I said earlier. <laughs> we're probably we're so backed up on fucking questions. Go go by questions quicker now because uh, we gotta go. Oh, do we? You gotta go. Okay. Half hours. Okay, uh, best song on Sabotage is Holly Mountain King. White Wing. Uh, uh, the title track's the only one I can halfway stand. Uh, Jimmy Schwartz, favorite venue to see his show? Uh, uh, Aragon Ballroom, Chicago. Hollywood Sports Wine, rest in peace. All right, JP Bordon, uh, the best Hendrix type, uh, tribute type guitarist. Uh, Marino, Trower, or Uli Roth? Uh, Uli Roth, but really Stevie Ray Vaughan. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, out of the... I like Stevie, I like Uli Roth way more than Stevie Ray Vaughan. I'm not a big Stevie Ray Vaughan guy, but yeah. when it came to Hendrix, he had that style. Yeah, but goddamn Marino, Trower, and Uli Roth. I mean, there's no wrong answer. They're all great. Marino, Trower. What's that? Who's that? No, uh, Frank Marino, Robin Trower, Uli Roth. I, I thought I thought it was Marino Trower. I'm like, who is oh that? yeah. No. <laughs> oh, Frank no, I mean, Marino, they... I like more than all of them. Frank Marino's like in the top five. Yeah. Don't sleep on Robin Trower either, man. He's got. Oh, I love Freddie Five. One of my favorite yeah. albums. But dude, to me, man, Ain't Dead yeah. Yet is the greatest guitar solo ever caught on tape. Frank Marino is gone. Uh, Future Squash, did you guys hear Richie Faulkner's Elegant Wep Weapons album, Horns for a Halo? If you did, what'd you think? Uh, I heard a little bit of one song and I was not impressed. 
Uh, same here. I, 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 I think it was the vocals that killed it for me, and the music, uh, I, didn't, I didn't care for the production, and it sounded like a million other things that I heard. It didn't stand out, and I was very disappointed because I'm a huge Richie Faulkner fan, and I'm pulling for him. But I, I think it's, I think the singers that, that, that dude who was like the last Rainbow singer, Robbie, whatever, or Ronnie, I don't know, Ronnie, Ronnie, Ricky, Bobby, whatever the fuck his name is. Yeah, I, I don't care for him. It sounds generic to me. Uh, Scribble, Metallica, Mechanics, No Life or Leather version or Megadeth's version. Megadeth. Uh, God, it's been so long since I heard that. I don't know. I, I would probably go with Metallica. I don't know. I like Four Horsemen. I think Mechanics sucks. I like I like Mechanics more than Four Horsemen. Yeah, I know. You're fucking gay. Uh, I am not gay. I am a faggot. Yeah, exactly. Um, let's see. Have you guys ever heard the band Bad, uh, Bad Fingers? They're hugely underrated and so sad what happened to two original members, Pete Ham. And Tom Evans committed suicide later on. Yeah, Badfinger kicks ass. I own spoiler, I own ass. Christmas something. I own a couple of them. I love the song Constitution from Badfinger. That song. Yeah. And of course, uh, but you are. One of the yeah. greatest pop songs ever. Great shit. And Baby uh, Blue. Oh my god, the song Baby Blue. Woo. Yeah, amazing. Oh, and it was so well used in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, the last scene. Love it. Yeah, loved it. I freaked uh, this... out when they started playing it on Breaking Bad. I was like, yeah. holy shit. Oh, they played great songs on that show. Great songs. Um, this is probably more for me than you. It's it's a uh, Frank Zappa question. Overnight sensation or apostrophe and oh, freak out or... What's that? Yeah, that. I no, I know. Uh, overnight sensation or apostrophe and freak out or we're all made it for the money. Alright, I can't answer the we're all made it for the money. I, I, I've had overnight sensation since I was like 14. It was on, on, on Then years yeah. later, I bought it on CD with apostrophe. It was too, yeah, yeah when, the combo on Ryko disc. Yeah, I, I, and I love them both, but Dynamo Hum, Dynamo Hum. Um, Where's that Dynamo I'm coming from? out. Of your TV set, come on! Yeah. Overnight Sensation, one of his greatest albums. Uh, I I love them both. I just got the new like deluxe edition of Overnight Sensation, uh, and it's incredible. Way worth it if if you like those. That being said, apostrophe, uh, Freak Out, or we're only in it for the money. I'm gonna go with Freak Out. I know Freak uh, Out, but I don't know that other. Yeah, I don't. I don't think you'd like it, but who knows? Um. Scribble, were you guys ever into House of Pain, like Beasties, but harder? No. Uh, I, I think that's a poor analogy. Uh, I think Beasties are uh, way, way more talented than the House of Pain. That being said, I fucking love Jump Around. Yeah, um, awesome. yeah I, I love that fucking song. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, I, I mean, I didn't listen to anything other than that, so I can't give you an honest opinion, but... I know enough to know, like, you know, Beasties, come on, give me a break. And uh, straight out of Compton. Yeah. After that, everything's a downgrade in rap, in my opinion. They broke. Yeah. Even though Niggers for Life was just as good, those two yeah. end up three albums, to me, were like, they, they raised the bar way too high. I'll take Ice-T over NWA any day. I love Ice-T, too, but no. I uh, 
What's your thoughts on modern day Godzilla and Kong movies? I don't know. Not not bad. Not bad. I mean, I've, I've seen them all. Not bad. I saw the uh, one with, uh, with Walter White. I didn't like it at all. Yeah, like that, was the, that was the Godzilla. That was like the, you know, the 2000s Godzilla remake. That was my least favorite, but I've liked all the ones that have come out since then. To varying degrees. I mean, they're not... They're not great, but they're not horrible. Uh, I like the Wall Street and Burr, man. That's a shit right there. Yeah. Uh, Hannah Montana, or no, sorry, Scribble, new Ice-T compilation on vinyl set is out called Crime Stories. Yeah, check that out. Uh, I like that. Right. Straight up news. We're gonna sit around eating turkey. That's when your forefathers jerked me. Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, Eric Bratner, agree or not? Exhorter should have been huge. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, no, I, I like Exhorter. Uh, uh, I, I tell you, man, I thought Golden Blue. They're open for DSI, Milano Creation, and they were selling far in the Vatican. And after I saw them play, I went straight to their Mercedes. Fucking Bob's CD and his shirt. Shirt's gone, but I still got the fun. Oh, that song's back. Now on vinyl as well. I love the long I love that band. That band's awesome. Yeah. I, I, I don't think Pantera was the most. I can hear a little bit of it. I can but, uh, but, you know, I, and, and this is no disrespect to Exhorter. Pantera just wrote better songs. Uh, but I love Exhorter. And, uh, you know, Kyle, the lead singer, super nice guy. I've hung out with him at so many shows in New Orleans. And I actually saw it when Exhorter first got back together. I saw that first show. It was not Crowbar. And it was an amazing show. Both bands fucking killed. Uh, that, that, that's the night I got hurt, like, way too fucking drunk before Crowbar. <laughs> Funny night. Um, yeah, big Exhorter. Uh, thoughts on Alice Cooper's Dada album, PMRC Rules. Glad to have you guys back this weekend. This is Josh H. Uh, Josh, I love Dada. Dada and, uh, and, uh, oh, what's the first Black Hat album? Fletch of Time. I like, I, 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 I like, um, Special Forces. I do like Catcher, uh, Zipper catches skin. Catches skin, but that's my least favorite of the block I got. Yeah. Uh, and I love the guy. That may be my favorite one. All right. Well, here's my hot take because Ralph wants to speed it along. Uh, people who say they like Alice Cooper's Blackout uh, era uh, say George Harrison is their favorite Beatle. <laughs> uh, Connor Stratton. Ralph, if you remember many, many years ago, I made you do a reaction video to a song by a band called... Manacle, the drummer on that song, is now the drummer for Riot City. Met him a few times, he's cool. Nice, I love Riot City. That's one of my favorite bands. Uh, Scribble wants to know favorite Steve Miller album? I don't have one. I don't own Steve Miller album. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I don't know enough of this shit, but I'd probably have to go with uh, Book of Dreams or The Joker. Uh, which do you, uh, which do you prefer, the Australian versions or the American versions of ACDC albums? That's the same station. Oh, American versions by far. American by far. Uh, 
I agree. Alright. Uh, uh, Scribble wants to know favorite childhood cartoons. I have to go with the Flintstones. Yeah. Uh, I would go with G.I. Uh, Joe. I mean, from my era that I grew up with, and I grew up loving, like, old school, like, you know, the stuff Ralph liked and what Ralph grew up with, those 60s and 70s cartoons are hard to beat. I mean, I love, I like, like, the 60s Spider-Man is fucking incredible, and, and all that shit, and Scooby-Doo, like, real Scooby-Doo, uh, but I would say, like, from my childhood... I would, I would go with G.I. Joe, because I can still watch the G.I. Joe cartoons. I try watching the E-Man and shit, and, uh, man, Orko just fucks that shit up left and right. Um, let, let's, I'm gonna fuck this up. Les, Les Lita, 100? Sorry if I fucked that up. Are you guys fans of corn? No. Yeah. Uh, not, not really. Um, uh, there are songs that I like, and there are songs that I like quite a bit by Korn, uh, but to listen to a full album of it, I, I couldn't do a full album, but I did see them live at an OzFest, and I was very impressed uh, live. I, I thought it was a good good show. I was I impressed saw, out. I saw them open for Megadeth and Flock from open for Korn, and, and Korn wasn't famous yet, and also saw Korn was uh, open for dancing with Marilyn Manson. And they weren't popular yet, but yet they had a phone. Because I remember, man, at the Megadeth show, it was an outdoor show, there was a bunch of people walking around with an ear of corn, like on a necklace. And, and yeah, the two times I saw them, I thought they sucked. I didn't like but it. Somebody wearing like a necklace made of corn, I'd like to smack them with a lunchbox from a fucking Marilyn Manson thing. Yeah, that's another thing. Marilyn Manson has these weird freaks walking around with the... Yeah. These cool, these cool boxes. Yeah. yeah. I like porn uh, song, and it's not even a popular song. Yeah. One that goes, hey, I'm coming undone, okay? I'm coming undone. Oh, I hate that one. That's the only song I can yeah. pop. I love my favorite uh, song by them is Make Me Bad. And I like Adidas, too. Um, Josh H says, Connor, you are talking about Jake from Villain. Cool dude. Met him a few times as well. Uh, great new wave of, of British heavy metal band. Uh, then he also says, glad to see him touring the world with the Riot City. Bobby87 says, Dokken, till the living end versus lightning strikes again. Which one wins? Uh, I'll go with what most people will say. I definitely will go to a living I love, like, it's like the other two that. Smoke. What album's that on? Underwater. They're both under, under Rocky Street. They're both under. I don't remember Till the Living End. I remember Lightning Strikes again, and I remember being an ant. Till the Living End is what ends the album. I'd have to listen to it. That it was, ripped. uh... It ripped. What One of my favorite Dockett songs. When I first got into Dockett, that was my least favorite album, even though I liked the singles and stuff. Uh, but I didn't like it as much as uh, Tooth and Nail. I thought and, I thought Breaking the Chains was the worst. Yeah. Uh, let's see. Metal Hipster 800 question for Ralph. 
Why did you stop doing reaction videos? Your Nina Hagen reaction was very funny. I don't know. Um, I don't know. Really, to tell you the truth, I don't know why I stopped. And thank you. Uh, Nina Hagen, I kind of remember that was, I mean, correct me if I'm wrong, I think I was horrified for the last time. Nina Hagen, one of those avant-garde bullshit songs like like that girl that became famous because of Stranger Things going yeah. up the hill. What was her name? Kate Bush. Kate Bush, yeah. Fuck all that noise. <laughs> I, I, I remember I, I had the soundtrack to the movie Perfect. Uh, this movie that bombed with uh, John Travolta and Jamie Lee Curtis. And there was a Nana Hagen song on that. And I think she might have been on uh, Beverly Hills Cop soundtrack too. Anyway, Brenda's your girlfriend, right? Yeah. Oh my God, Brenda's stock just went up like a thousand points. She referred to the Aragon Ballroom as its proper name, the Aragon Brawl Room, which most Chicagoans know. She said she got a rip crack there seeing Pantera and Sepultura in the 90s. That's awesome. You need to marry that girl. And she likes the smithereens. Yep. And has yet to know the pleasures of big black cocks. So you you got to lock that shit down. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Because once she once she gets that big black cock, I'm done with. It. Oh, you're you're done for. You're done for. No big that... black cock, Brandon. Yeah. If you're gonna <laughs> cheat on me, cheat on me with a small white boy dick. I would, but I'm married. Yeah. Um, I'll take you. Back. <laughs> I'll take you back if you fuck a guy with a small dick, but I can't take you back if you fuck a big black cock. Not that I wouldn't. I would take you back and fuck the big black cock. But the thing is, if you fuck the big black cock, you're not going to want to come back to me. Right. You know what you need to do, though, with this fine girl? When it's your guys' anniversary or whatever, you need to take her to Chicago. Take a trip, go to Chicago, plan it like around uh, a band that you both want to see at the Aragon Brawl Room. And, yeah. You know, the Aragon Ballroom is where they recorded that horrible UFO album that everybody thinks is so great. Oh, yeah, that's a great album. Yeah. Uh, great venue, though. Uh, and funny story, my grandparents used to ballroom dance there when it was an actual ballroom in the 40s and 50s. It's it's an amazing, legendary place. Um, Future Squash, do you guys like Samson? Uh, not bad. Yeah, I like the song Go to Hell and, and yeah. Riding with the Angels. I like those two songs. The rest, yeah. I don't care for Vice Versa. Oh, I love Vice Versa. I don't like that song. Uh, Future Squash also wants to know, best song on Ice T's OG? Uh, Man, that's hard. That, straight up. That's my, that's my favorite rap album of all time. Uh, not that that's saying much, but I mean, it's my favorite. It's, I love it's it. The, I love it. It's, but, yeah. yeah. By far my favorite. It's the one rap album that I can listen to from start to finish. Um, God, yeah, I don't know the top. The was horrible. Home Invasion? Yeah. I bought that. It should suck. Yeah, I bought that, you know, after, like, you know, the strength of OG and then Body Count. And then, uh, like, you know, I went through this phase, like, oh, yeah, I'm going to get more into rap. And I started buying some Public Enemy and shit like that. And, um, yeah, Home Invasion wasn't too good. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I'd have to go with the title track. I mean, uh, you know, I mean, I mean uh, New Jack Hustler. I love New Jack Hustler. Fucking amazing. 
Uh, Future Squash also asked uh, Exodus Persona Non Grata or Blood In Blood Out. I don't think Ralph liked either one. I don't like either of them. Um, I think I would go. I saw him on the Blood In Blood Out tour when they opened up for uh, King Diamond, and unfortunately Gary Holt was on tour with Slayer, uh, so they had both guitar players from Heathen playing. Uh, good show. I think I would go Persona Non Grata. Uh, right. You know what? Last thing I sweat is a sucker punk cop. Yeah. Move like a king when I roll high. You try to flex, bang! Another bully drops! Let's see, TJ James. Just saw the post. Hi, legends. You're so nice, TJ. So nice. Actually, that's that guy that got, uh, got cerebral palsy from Motley Crue. Yeah. And it still gives them money after what they did to him. Yeah, after what they did to him, he still pays them. Uh, Hannah Montana says, What's a better song, Tonight We Need a Lover or Five Years Dead by Motley Crue? Tonight We Need a Lover. By far. Uh, TJ James, both Motley's role. <laughs> Just a glutton. Uh Longo, best comedic role done by a serious actor and vice versa. What? Say that again? Best comedic role done by a serious actor and vice versa. So that would be and best like serious role done by a comedian. Uh, uh, even though it wasn't intentionally funny, I thought Robert De Niro was great in King of Comedy. God damn it, you stole my answer. Uh, yeah, I love King of Comedy. Huge fan of that. Funny. Really funny. I like those stupid grandpa movies he does. Yeah, well, he, he's not. He got divorced, so now he doesn't have to do those anymore. He was the the era when he started doing everything. You know, uh, he was married to a woman that was spending his money like, you know, like it was turned on the faucet. And he even, you know, it, it's funny that I guess they got into a fight in public, and he pretty much said that, like, you know, people recorded shit while they're screaming at each other. And he's like, it wasn't for you. I wouldn't have to do all these shitty fucking movies, you know. And luckily, he got rid of her ass. Um, God damn it! As far as a, a comic doing a serious role, um, oh, I, I might have to go with. And I only watched it once, but I found it so heartbreaking. I could, I could, I even bought it. I, I watched it. And I, I loved it so much I bought it and I never rewatched it because it kind of tore my heart out. Uh, Jim Carrey, Eternal uh, Sunshine, Eternal Sunshine from the Spotless Mind. Whatever. Great, great fucking movie. Heartbreaking. Um, I can't think of any. I, I guess well, Robin Williams, he was a great actor. Yeah. But he was a, he was a comic first. Yeah. But Good Morning Vietnam, uh, yeah. that little comedy movie. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it was, but it, I, I think they're referring to like a yeah, comedian doing a non-comic film. Yeah, yeah. That, doesn't, that doesn't work well. Yeah. Uh, and we're old, it takes us time to think about shit like that. Uh, Leslita 
What's, what do you guys think? Uh, we already talked about this. We must have tuned in late about Sammy Hagar's new tour. Yeah, it, it's fucking despicable. And anybody who goes to that should be shot in the fucking head. And then yeah. they should think, take the gun and kill their family and kill their fucking children. Yeah, just uh, a quick recap. What yeah. we said is, um, well, Ian said that he hopes anybody that goes to that Yeah, pretty much die. Uh, so, uh... Death Leopard, stage fright or no, no, no? Oh, Bobby, Bobby, eighty-seven. I, I go with no, no, no. I know you'll go to stage fright. I love them both, but no, no. It, 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 it's close, but yeah, I'm gonna go with stage fright. I love stage fright. I love it. Uh, I love Pyromania. Straight out. Uh, Didn't we do that recently? We did that. Yes, we yes we did. Your pick, by the way. Uh. Enter the kingdom. Hey, thank you guys for doing this. I have PTSD from the military and can't watch stuff with commercials because it all started me. It startled me and I need easy stuff to watch. Uh, well, brother, man, thank you. First of all, thank you for your service and uh, and glad that you uh, enjoy this. And man, now for a commercial. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The Garden Weasel. Available at True Value Ace Hardware, Walgreens. Uh, <laughs> but no, seriously, brother, uh, sorry to hear about your condition. And yeah. hey, if, if anything we do helps anybody, and you know, Ralph and I have been lucky enough to get so many uh, stories and, and you know messages and letters from you guys over the past, and it's just it's uh, incredibly humbling that what we just do for fun, just being ourselves. Uh, can cheer people up, and and that's that's fucking amazing, brother. So uh, we we both wish you nothing but the best, and again, thank you for your service, man. Yeah, thank you. And, no uh, commercial for you, not here. Right. But that being said, if you are gonna snap, do it at a Sammy Hagar concert. You know, because you got the training, brother. You, you know, if you're gonna do it. But, but don't, but if you do, but don't, but if you do. Um, Scott Stein! VIP. Uh, yeah. VIP, man, I miss this motherfucker. He says, I love it. He wrote Terrence, but he didn't spell it out because he knows how the thing is. Anyway, yeah, Terrence, fuck it. Terrence got you guys back together, and after hearing your new episode, Ralph, it's gonna get Mark and Terrence back together. LOL. Oh, that'd be great. Well, yeah. I mean, it wouldn't be wise of Mark. If you get Terrence back on your show, you'll get better numbers. Yeah, I, I think I, I think Mark would be the one to lose that battle because I think Terrence will outshine him. <laughs> Terrence does. Terrence gets more views. As terrible as Terrence is, there's somebody worse. Yeah. And, and I, I'm, I'm sorry, Mark. You know, I, I'm not. I, I, yeah, I know. I, I know you're mad at him right now and stuff. And and yeah. he said some stupid shit. I like Mark. Mark, you know, he's just. I don't know. He, he's fucking Mark. You know, it's like God bless. You know. Uh, you're indeed. But uh, yeah, I, I don't know though. I would. I, I tell you what, I've never listened to one of Mark's shows. 
but if Terry and Sam have gotten back together, I wouldn't listen to that shit. I, got, I, I have a question for you, Ian. Yeah. Pick one thing that you like about Mark. One thing. Uh, I, I think Mark is basically a, a good person. Oh. But. Oh, wait. But, how is he a good person? I want to know. What does he do that makes him a good person? I, I I think if you get down to the heart of it, I, I think he's got a good heart. Okay, but how? How? What has he done to show that he has a good heart? Well, he, he's done a podcast to make other people feel better about their podcast. I mean, that's, you know. I cannot answer that question because there's no answer to it. He's a piece of shit. There's nothing good about him. And Ian is drunk. Yeah, that's true. I'm dr- I love everybody. Yeah, he's Hagar very friends. drunk. Yeah. Well, that being said, I, I love Mark, but if he got shot at a Hagar concert, you know, I would, I'd be like, well, you had it coming. You know. Um, I'd, I'd be throwing at a keg party. <laughs> uh, TJ James said, sorry to hear about your hard times, Ian. I love you both. New episode was awesome. Uh, yeah, I mean, uh, just for, you know, so... Me People you. understand. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, my father-in-law passed away. Uh, and he was a very good man, and so I've been, you know, trying to do my best to be here for my wife, and um, you know, help her out through this time, and just give. Sometimes you got to give more attention to family, and you got priorities. And between that and starting my new job, which I work long hours, I work four tens. Uh, you know, and where I work, I can't get on Facebook all day like I used to at my old job. Uh, so, yeah, just between family shit and everything, I mean, I'm okay. Um, but, you know, you got to be there for your loved ones and, and give them your attention. And I love you guys, but I love my wife more. So, uh, you guys had to suffer. But we're back. We're back. And, and I'm finding, you know, I'm making everything work and finding time. Uh, to do the show again and, and making everything work, so no worries, I'm a-okay and the show's great. I know some people are like, oh, what's going on? Ralph and I are great, there's no issues there, it's, it's just a time thing. Uh, let's see, uh, Eric RMCP, what do you guys think of the band Samry? Uh, I don't know if I pronounced that right. They're basically inspired by the look and sound of early Wasp. I mean, I've never fucking heard of these guys. Are they like a local band or are they like they have a record deal? I don't know. Never heard of them. Uh, but if they sound like good Wasp, I'm all on board. If they sound like modern Wasp, not so much. Um, and yeah, I'll have to ask him for when he comes back if he's ever heard of them. Uh, let's see. Connor Strand says you're correct, Josh. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, must have been Canadian shit. What's all that about, eh? Uh, Scribble, MJ Magic or Jabbar? Jabbar, Jabbar all day. Uh, Michael Jordan's a piece of shit. Basketball player, but he's a piece of shit. Uh. Okay, uh, hey, do you know a band called Sabari or Sabray or whatever? Sound like the early Wasp? No. Okay, bye. 
Future Squash, I know Ralph has reacted to it, but Ian, have you ever heard uh, the Kiss and George Mike Michael mashup, uh, Never Without Your Love Gun? No, I have not. Yeah, it's pretty good. But uh, I would check it out. I, I love some George Michael. Uh, George Michael sucks. He did. Not me, though. TJ James just saw Motley Crue for the seventh time in Sydney with Death Leopard last week and had a ball. Uh, you probably had two of them in your fucking mouth. Yeah. Uh, TJ James, incapable of unbiased judgment, but loved it. Yeah. Brenda also brought up another great uh, factoid uh, that I knew that a, a, uh, Fraley's Comet, the live plus one shit, that was recorded at the Brawl Room. Yeah. Brenda knows her shit. I like this. Well, she's my girl, man. I don't, I don't, I don't, hey, man, if I'm going to have a girlfriend, yeah. She's going to be Good awesome. job, counselor. I approve. I got me an awesome uh, girlfriend. And hopefully we'll stay away from Big Black Cock. <laughs> Eric, uh, RMCP, why do people like that shitty Seven Son of a Seven Son album? Oh, that's a great question. I don't know. I don't know the answer to that. You do, Ian, because you like that. Well, no, no here, here's the thing. I loved it when it came out. And it's one of those, like at the time, but it has not aged well for me at all. Uh not a, but I mean, there, there's songs that I love, like uh, I still love Infinite Dreams, and I know you hate that song. I love Infinite Dreams, but it's too. I don't know how to describe it. the keyboards on Seven Sun. I mean, on some on uh, Somewhere in Time do not bother me. The the guitar synth, but the keyboards on Seven Sun really do bother me, and I don't know why that it's held in such esteem. I don't know if it's more of an era thing, like people who grew up then, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, it doesn't hold up for me. You know, like where Ralph cuts off at Power Slave, you know, I'm somewhere in time guy. Uh, but yeah, I, I don't I don't get the love for that. Um, and, you know, to me, it's like what most people think about No Prayer. Like, yeah, a couple good ones. Uh, if you love uh, Somewhere in Time, then you must understand the love of cock. Yes, yes. But again, like I said, that was my gateway to Maiden. That was my first Maiden. If I was like you and knew the other stuff before, I probably wouldn't like it as much. I mean, I, I know that because there's a lot of other bands. If, if I'm into them when they're heavy, it's not about like they're my band and you can't listen to it. But if I'm into them when, you're, when they're heavy and then you change your sound, I would have been the same way as you. Um... Buzzing Frets loves TJ Tim James. Uh, Kyron says, what do you guys think of the music video for the Beatles now and then? Incredible. I cried. Great job. I cried. Yeah. It was so awesome. Yeah, I, I don't know how many. I, I think you motherfuckers just want to make me cry because I keep talking about this shit makes me cry. You motherfuckers keep asking about it. Now, why, don't you, why don't you play Daniel? Make his ass fucking cry. Yeah, that'll do it. God damn it. God damn it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, gorgeous. And like, and like I said, I love those reaction videos go, you know, a little bit goes a long way with me. Like, I'll watch a couple and I'll think, hey, that's funny. And then it's like they get old real quick. But man, watching all these different reaction videos to that one, 
And like I said in the episode, you know, black people, white people, Americans, you know, British people, people, just seeing the overall reaction of basically everybody tearing up. You know, I even watched a metal dude who I didn't even think he would like the Beatles. And you can tell he's fighting it. He doesn't do it, but you can tell, like, he keeps silent, you know, because he knew he was on the verge. And that's just, that that's the power of the Beatles, man. I saw a YouTuber that hated it. Really? He was from France. Oh, well, fuck him. Fuck him. Fucking French fucks. Fucking French, man. I bet they all like Sammy. I bet he's bigger. He's probably bigger than fucking Jerry Lewis. Fucking French. We fucking started. Those fucking mongrels. Um, but no, sir, I, I did only see one uh, person that objected to it. And it was somebody that... I hold their opinion in high esteem. I, I think they're a very... Uh, this dude, Rick Beto, you know who he is? He's got a very popular YouTube channel. No, um, he can go suck it, because Eddie kind of scratches. That guy loves it, right? I, I think yeah. I stand behind That other guy, look, this is what I think of him, all right? Ready? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, I mean, the thing, he said he didn't like, he didn't like come out and say he hated it, but he said he didn't like the way it had a modern, like, drum sound and stuff. He thought it, like, the mix of old and new, like, sonically didn't work out, and I, I think that's crazy. I think it sounded incredible. Yeah, well, you know what? I don't like the fact that he has subscribers that aren't on, on my thing. So fuck. Yep, there you go. Every time I scroll up too, I gotta hit the button to get. I gotta look at us live because it fucks me up if I just do the YouTube and shit's all out of sync. Let's, let's, um, let's go to ten minutes. Okay, that's fine. Uh, uh, Twenty-two minutes from now. Twenty-two more. Whoops. Okay. Uh, Leslita said, what do you think Ace Frehley was referring to when he said he would tell secrets about Paul Stanley? Uh, it would, I'll tell you right now, it would be lies. Because Ace Frehley told a bunch of lies to that ex-fiance he had. Yeah. That rape show that they tried to get him to the Bahamas to murder him. All this bizarre. Yeah. You know, Gene Simmons with 13 year old and shit. I mean, some of it may be true, but I think that uh, in the end, uh, I think Ace just spoke for the moment, and I had a feeling. I was like, yeah, next week I bet he's not going to say shit. Yeah. And, and, and even proven Paul Stanley, according to Ace, called Ace and said, you know what, Ace fucked you. Yeah. Like, taunting him to tell. Yeah. yeah. And he would have got his ass sued, you know? And what can he say? You know, oh, he's going to out Paul when everybody knows that Ace Fraley sucked Peter Chris's cock, you know? And I wish I could remember, I've got it on a hard drive somewhere, this, this Kiss documentary. Ace is a real piece of shit as a human being. I mean, I know a lot of people, it's his favorite. He's your favorite member, and yeah, you know, there's shit about Ace that's cool. But as a human being, he's a lazy piece of shit. 
and, and doesn't treat people around him very well. And I mean, it's this is just story after, when you hear all of these, okay, it's not like it's being made up and sorry to burst your bubble. I believe it 100%. I think he is a piece of shit. I, and he's still my favorite member. I love yeah. him. I, I still Yeah, well, he's a piece of shit. You, you can't judge, he's in a band full of people who are pieces of shit. Yeah, Paul <laughs> is a piece of shit. You know? They're, they're all they're all horrible people. There's a lot of people that say like Peter is better now, but I, I mean, look at all the stories of him in the in the past and everything. And when I met him, he was a piece of shit. It's pretty bad. Gene was the nicest guy that I met out of that band. That's sad. That's sad. Gene showed the most like respect and actually give you time and stuff. And that that's bad when you when you have to say Gene Simmons. Is, is a stand-up guy, you know? And I'm not, I'm not talking about anybody else like Bruce. They could be nice people. I uh, heard great things about Eric Carr. I'm talking about the original four, you know? The only ones that really matter, you know? They're all, they're all pieces of shit. Uh, let's see. Uh, Future Squash. Uh, best song off Satan's Court in the Act. Ooh. Um... Blade. That, that would be my favorite song. I don't know. I listened to that album once and I really loved it, but it, I, I don't know the song titles. But it was a very good album. I did enjoy it. I saw it. them recently. I never thought. I, I've owned that album since 1984. Never thinking I'd ever see them. They came down to South Florida. Uh, this place called Piper's. I couldn't believe it. This was like a month ago. Uh, and and you know, here's the wild thing about Satan. They're all original members. That's, that's killer. That is awesome. Uh, Hannah Montana says, favorite songs from the first three Still Panther albums? Uh, Asian Hooker's my all-time favorite. Uh, I love uh, Fat Girl. Um, I, I, I really love... Uh, the one about the girl getting all the cum on her face. Who uh, Yeah, I love. I know. I know. I you, you thankfully played that for me on your radio show, and I know you really didn't want to, but I love that song. Uh, and what I think was so amazing about that song—I mean, not only was it like funny lyrics, but musically, whether you like it or not, they nailed the music of that era. I mean, that song musically sounded like it came out at the height of cock rock and i just i love that the attention to detail you know uh they didn't try to modernize it i mean that shit seriously um but their shit's funny but i love those first three i, I think it's kind of getting a little thin now i yeah, haven't no, heard one I, from after them. the first three albums yeah it's been downhill for me but i love um glory hole it's one of my favorites yeah I love uh, the one that's something. Uh, I can't remember the title. Like, to be wonderful like me or something like that. You know, it's okay. Of him like bragging about himself. I love that. Uh, here, uh, yeah, I love the one about if you if, if you really really love me, I love that yeah. one too. I like that. Um, um, uh, um, uh, suck it. Oh fuck! You know, it's getting. He got bit by a snake. Uh, a rattlesnake on his dick. And he's telling the girl to suck the poison. Okay. I got I got to piss real bad. Uh, Ralph, your thoughts on Obsession 
uh, scared for the life album and favorite track? Scarred for Life. My favorite yeah. track from Scarred for Life is, uh, really, technically, my favorite song on Scarred for Life is the bonus track. Uh, in the shadows. But if we're not talking about the bonus track, I have to go with uh, Bang Them Till You Bleed. I love Obsession. Uh, my favorite is the next album. Uh, God damn it. What's the name of the next album again? Uh, Methods to Madness, is it? Fucking amazing. That's an amazing band. Ian and I Ian interviewed uh, the singer. Um, now I'm having a brain fart on Disney. He was in it. Mike Vicera. Funny thing about Mike Vicera, you know why Ingve kicked him out of the band was he found out that he was fucking Ingve's wife at the time. That's a no no. It's the same thing with that guy from Poison, Richie Kotzen. He fucks Ricky Rocket, Ricky Rocket's wife. It's like you're in Poison. You can have any shit. You know? You fuck your drummer's wife? Bizarre, bizarre shit going on there. But but yeah, Scarred for Life. Amazing album. Bang, I love Losing Your Mind. I love that album. Is, is that the guy? Is that the guy we met at Rocket Pod 2? Yeah, I was telling everybody we interviewed. Yeah, that was awesome. Uh... Did okay. You know, you know, we didn't bring this up to him, but did you know why he got kicked out of Ingrid's band when he was Ingrid Mountain's singer? Because Ingrid's a dick? Because he fucked Ingrid's wife. Oh, good for him. Good for him. Um, okay, Eric RMCP. Damn it. All right. How, how about this? How about this? I know you said 1030. Nobody asks no more questions. Yeah, stop. And let's let's get through what's left. So you get every question. Uh, and, and let's see. I'm going to check right now. Uh, Scribble's got the last one about Tommy Lee. That is the last one we are going to go okay. over. Right. On. Okay. So let me go back here because there's something uh, pretty good here. Uh, here's a big question. Who do you think raped Janie Lane? Oh, I have man. I have not watched these videos yet, but I, I saved them. Like, you know, I'll go through YouTube, like, okay, I'm gonna watch that later. And I saw there's two videos. Uh, there's a part one and two about who raped Janie Lane. Uh, I have not watched them, but my guess is Michael Anthony. <laughs> you know, normally I would go with Sammy, but Sammy likes to be fucked. So I'm gonna go with Michael Anthony. Or, or Vic Johnson. You know, the big black cock from uh, the Wabba Rabbas or whatever the fuck their name yeah, is. Yeah, I don't want my girlfriend near that dude. Yeah. Vic Johnson. Even his name sounds... Yeah, Vic Johnson. You know, <laughs> you know, remember Magic Johnson? God, mm -hmm. he's still alive today. I guess yeah. he really did have a Magic Johnson. But, um... Yeah. He'd fuck your wife, she'd disappear. She ain't coming home. It's magic. Uh, so, did you watch these videos, Ralph? I saw one thing and it made it really look like it's Rob Hoffer because Bobby Brown was being interviewed on some other shit and they brought up Judas Priest and she really showed a disdain for Judas Priest and she even mentioned like, not really the music, it's just something I know, something like that, she said. 
They made it sound like it was Rob Alford. And then they did all this research around the timeline when he was raped. And at that time, Rob Hopper had a male manager, and Janie Lane uh, was talking about that, you know, he got raped by a big time heavy metal star with their manager, with the guy's manager. So it sounds like it's Rob Hopper, which is shocking to me that Rob Hopper would rape anybody, but. Yeah, he doesn't seem like the type, and, and yeah. depending on the time frame, I definitely don't think after he got sober. So, yeah, who knows? I, but but I don't know. I, I didn't watch it, so I can't say. But like I said, uh, I, I think Michael Anthony. Makes uh, okay. Uh, Hannah Montana wants to know, what's a better re-recording album? Still Hungry by Twisted Sister or Second Coming by Striper? Oh, Second Coming by far. Second Coming is actually pretty damn good. Uh, I'm going to go with Turbo Faster. Uh, because I've never heard the the striper shit. Oh, uh, that, that, of course, his sister was horrible. Yeah, yeah, I was not a fan of that. D. Snyder should be fucking kissing Tom Worman's ass instead of talking shit about him. Gosh, does he? Man, my hero turned into such a douche. Yeah. Uh, Scribble says, "Are you guys still cool with Wang? Have you heard his new show with Sick and Stanley?" Uh. I, I love Wang. I, I did. I, I saw like a little episode of it, and uh, I, t- I told Wang about it. I, I, I love Wang. Wang. Wang is Wang, and Wang does Wang the best. God dang. Um, and I love Tim Green as a person. Uh, Tim is a sweetheart of a guy. I, I'm not... The Sinkin' Stanley shit gets old uh, you know, the, the voice and everything and the constantly making fun of Paul. Uh, I, I mean, I guess you could say we beat a dead horse with the Sammy thing, but it's like, you know, he's got a whole voice and everything. And I just, a little bit goes a long way. Uh, but I like Wang and, uh, you know, as long as they're fucking happy and having a good time, uh, I wish them nothing but success. I mean, Tim has done amazing with this sinking Stanley. I mean, his numbers are, are are through the roof, man, and KISS fans eat this shit up, so I couldn't be happier for him. It's just not my thing, personally. But I, lo- I love them both. Wish them nothing but the best. Uh, let's see. Vincent Longo, favorite Sepultura song? Mm. Ooh. Um... Oh. Uh, I know Ralph's gonna hate this, and yeah. I don't know this. This, this, this could you're change. You're referring to that Sepple Two background. Oh, I, I, I love it all. Uh, I mean, I, I honestly do. I, I love all something, sure. And I really enjoy those Cavalier conspiracies that they just put out, where they re-recorded the first two that I didn't really care for. I, I like them so much better now. Um, but if I had to pick a go-to song, I know Ralph's going to hate it. I'd say uh, Refuse, Resist. I, I love Chaos AD, and I know you don't. but uh, And, and I, I love all the shit with Derek Green. I really do. Great, great guy. Either Truth of Doom or Dead Embryonic Sound. 
or mass mass heaping ulcers. Yeah. I love one pretty much. I love I love that shit. Um, TJ James sat down and listened to a matter of life and death last week. Two decent songs. The rest was just awful. Um, I would say out of like the you know since Bruce came back, it's my second favorite. But that's not saying much. That being said, I love the reincarnation of Benjamin Bragg. That's all I But if they trimmed it fucking down, that's my whole problem with all this shit. I, I like, uh, uh, what's the first one? Uh, Brave New World. I like Brave New World. But from Dance of Death on to the new one, every song is like fucking 42 minutes too long. And, and it's repetitive. It's all the same shit. I can't believe you came around to that Dance of Death shit. Yeah, I I, I, I remember the first time I heard that, I, I I don't think I've been that disappointed in a Maiden album since fucking Virtual Eleven. Yeah, I thought uh, about it that too. But yeah. I, and I maybe. Yeah. I got paid to do a track by track and listen to it. I was like, fuck, this is good. Maybe, maybe my opinion will change. I mean, I don't want to hate Maiden. I just don't like their shit anymore. But I want to. <laughs> you know, it's just, I'm trying to force myself, but it, they, they make it fucking hard. Uh, let's see. Uh, Hannah Montana, do you like the new Rolling Stones album? Yes, I love it. it. it it's not bad. It's not bad. I, I think, uh, I like that it's not too long. I think a bigger bang has better songs, but there's too many fucking songs on it. Uh, I thought Voodoo Lounge was a great modern, you know, I mean, I know it's like 94 now, but again, too many fucking songs, trim it down. Uh, it, it, it's not bad, but I, I'm missing Charlie. You can hear the difference, uh, but I've, I've heard a lot worse, man. I've heard a lot worse. and. Uh, it, it's the Stones. To me, the, the greatest rock and roll band of all time. I would say Beatles is the greatest band of all time. The Stones is the greatest rock and roll band of all time. And Van Halen is the greatest American band of all time. You know, everything else is up for discussion. But, uh, yeah, not not bad. Not bad, but I don't, I don't know. I'm being realistic. I don't know how much I'm going to go back and listen to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I really love it. I think there's two clunkers on it. And one of them is the one everybody Lady Gaga. I hate that fucking song. Yeah. And I didn't think it was bad, but I didn't think it was great either. I, I thought it sucked. And that TV Wonder on it. I love the one with Paul McCartney. Yeah, that was good. But there was another song on there. Now I can't remember. That Edwin, Edwin hates that album. Yeah. But the one song I hated on it, he liked. I was like, wow, that's the one song I really hate on this album. But whatever, it's a great album. I thought it was great. <laughs> this is funny. Uh, TJ James says, uh, Final Frontier was much better than a, a Life or Death. Uh, I, I disagree. Although there is one song on fucking Final Frontier that I absolutely love, but that's about the only one. And uh, a lot of people don't talk about it. I can't remember the name offhand, but... Uh, there's one that I really like, but the rest was like, oh, and I saw that tour. And you saw it too, Ralph. Uh, 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 terrible. I felt so bad. I, I took a friend who had never seen them before. 
and he, he got to hear like three songs that he knew. I felt really bad for him. We drove all the way to Houston for that, and like got a hotel for the weekend, and and I really felt bad for him. Um, TJ James says it sucks. We get Maiden questions, not Saxon. Yeah, we need more Saxon questions. The better. Oh, man. oh, I gotta tell you this. You'll you'll laugh at this. So after we did the Saxon episode, it just so happened like some Saxon shit came up. You know, like the videos you watch on YouTube dictate the shit they show you, the whole anal rhythm and shit. So this thing came up, uh, a Saxon documentary, and it was Brody that did it. It was oh that, that Downfall Network. Yeah. And, and, and no, the kid never did nothing to me. You know, I've heard all kinds of fucked up shit about Brody. He never did anything to me personally. But he was so annoying, I turned it off after like a minute and a half. Because I, I just, I couldn't take his voice and the way he was talking. And I really wanted to see it. It's like a fucking hour and something documentary. I'm like, great, this band deserves this. But I thought he was so like, ugh. Yeah, uh, it's something that... Yeah. I, I love Brody. I mean, I, I've had a lot of problems with him. got a lot of fun. Yeah. But then in the end, we were cool with each other, but he, he really is, um, you know, he would tell me how, how to run my track. You know, oh, you're doing too many track by track, you're doing this, that, and don't watch, man. Don't did, watch. Did he, tell you, did he tell you how to fuck kids, too? Oh, man, let's not go into that. Okay, anyway. Yeah. Uh, he likes Sammy Hagar. Um, but anyway, uh, something I will recommend to people, and I'm so glad it's been years, but the Rageaholic finally did another Metal Mythos, and he did one on Alice Cooper. And it was really well done. Yeah. I, I haven't seen the whole thing. I fell asleep, but not because it was shitty, just because I started watching it late, and I had to go to he work. He totally but... bashed Dirty Diamonds. Oh, wow. I love that album. Yeah, he bashed it hard. Oh, wow. He liked, but... like, Paranormal more. I was like, damn. Ugh. Yeah. Ugh. Yeah, I, I think I made it to like Lace and Whiskey and fell asleep. But uh, I love when, when Rageaholic does the metal mythos, man. I, I hate his fucking politics. And it sucks that like that's what gets the numbers and that's who gives him money. Uh, so he definitely went way more into the politics and shit. I could give a fuck about his video game shit. Grow the fuck up. Fucking adults playing video games. Get the fuck out of here. But anyway, uh, good to see him do a metal mythos, man. You know, he does a good job on that shit. I'll give credit to Alice Cooper was good. Awesome. All right. Uh, Scribble. Uh, okay. Uh, oh, actually, one came in right after Scribble, so we only got two left, so I'm fine with that. Uh, Scribble says, just saw an interview with Tommy Lee saying Method of Mayhem was ahead of its time. <laughs> it was Tom time. It sounded like Glenn Biscuit and Corn and all that crap. He says, Tommy makes Fred Durst sound like Rakim. <laughs> uh, that was some horrible, horrible shit. Horrible shit. And, but if you if you I, like it, you, you probably like fucking uh, For Unlawful Carnival Island. I saw like two songs. Thank God nobody paid me to do a track by track. You shouldn't have said that shit, bro. Yeah, now Why so did you say that shit? Somebody, well, you better pay me good or you're getting your money back. Um, yeah, cause, uh, I saw like the two videos back then, and it was just, it was of the time. It was everything that was popular then. 
It was no different than corn and crazy town and Limp Biscuit. It was all this crap. Hey, t- Tommy Lee is no shifty shell shots. Yeah. Come, Melody, come, come, Melody. <laughs> oh, by the way, uh, oh, hey, uh, Bob, Bobby87, we said no more things, so sorry. Um, anyway, uh, so you know, this May I'm turning 50. And I decided what I want for my birthday, Ralph. What? I, I want a track by track for my birthday. Okay, I got you. And, and I know one of the bands, but I, I, I'm going to think long and hard about who it's going to go up against. And what I'm leaning towards is a band that's completely opposite of the other band. Are you, are you cool with that, or do you think that makes for a shittier track by track? I'm cool with it. But my viewers, my anal, the anal portion of my viewers, put the comments like, "This doesn't even make sense." Apples and oranges. But yeah, I'm yeah. Cool. And even if nobody watches, I'm cool with it. Uh, don't worry. Yeah. Well, well, no, I was, I was thinking, uh, you know, like I said, I know the one band, and it's a band that you love. Uh, but I was thinking to myself, would it be more interesting if I picked another band like this band, or I picked something like totally? Like, and I'm not going to pick anything you hate. I'm not going to do yeah. that to you. Yeah, don't pick Methods of Man. Yeah, no, no, no. I mean, I, I know I would definitely pick an album that I know you like or a band I know you like. But I'm thinking about I'm thinking about going, like, you know, way off the spectrum. Uh, but I, I was going to ask you, like, if you're cool with that or you think that would make for a shittier track by track. Whatever you want, bro, for your birthday. I'll do it for your birthday. I appreciate it. Okay, so last question. Uh, Bobby87 says, Saw G. Mine is probably the one from Like Fire. I don't know what the fuck that means. Did he ask another question after that? I don't know. I I saw his name like fucking two hours ago. Oh, wait a minute. Here we go. Oh, favorite track off Obsession. He asked that. He says, Mine is probably the one from like fire so it must have been okay yeah he's talking to that. about uh, the band obsession yeah very nice guy though that guy from obsession yeah he was awesome I, I, I was really happy for you because I knew what a fucking fan you were and and this dude I, I mean you guys heard the audio but I mean I was sitting right there and the, the shit that Ralph was referencing and saying to him you could tell this guy was like really happy because he knew Ralph really knew his music and, and was really. Remember, an remember, I read him lyrics that I wrote for Compact. Uh-huh. Never got recorded, but I wrote a song called Obsession, where the right. lyrics was all their song titles blending together. Right. And and fun away by that. If I remember correctly, didn't he go out to his car like to get you like something sure. like he he, he, he was, was yeah. yeah. He went out to his car and came back with a shirt, an obsession shirt. Yeah, yeah, he was very, very nice guy, and uh, that's a lot of fun. And, and, and he had to sit there and look, look at me in a dress and makeup. <laughs> he wasn't only, you know, in Angry. He was also in Loudness for a while. Right, right. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. There were two amazing albums with him. Um, yeah, Mike Vassara, man, great. Guy. Yeah, that's the guy. That's the guy. Well, awesome, man. Uh, I had a lot of fun tonight. 
And uh, I want to thank everybody that came and asked all these glorious questions. I really had a lot of fun tonight, and I wish we could do more of it. Yeah, uh, and and we will. uh, You know, this is stuff that's going to be on the Patreon, though. And yes, I've had a lot of issues with the Patreon. Uh, Chris Sinzak said he can work through uh, my issues. So probably next weekend, I'm going to be working with him on that. So. Everybody show some love to Senzak, man. He does so much for us. It's just incredible. But and just um, to let you all know how stupid Ian and I are. Yeah. That we need a Polak to say. How to work. Yeah, that, that's not a good look. That's not a good look. <laughs> but thankfully, we have him. And uh, so, yeah, this is going to be something that's more going to be uh, when we set up the Patreon. This will be for people who, uh, who take part in that. But uh, I love doing it. It's been too long. You know, we did the episode last night. We did this show for you tonight. Uh, Ralph and I are going to record another episode tomorrow. Uh, you know, and I'm going to work on on scheduling these last fucking fan episodes we have. So, uh, you know, apologize for the delay. It's all been on my side, not been on Ralph's side. If you guys know, this guy puts up fucking 37 videos a fucking day. So, you know, Ralph's working. You know what sucks is I was supposed to say in the beginning of the show what I said at the end of the show last night. Was, don't ask me when the next Rock and Metal Combat podcast is. Ask yeah. me. Don't ask me. I don't yeah. know. Ian knows. I don't. Yeah. I, I tell you, and, and don't bother me. I got a lot of shit on my plate. You get it when you get it, motherfucker. Yeah, just so <laughs> Now, wait. We, you know. I don't know. I know less than you. Do. So right. But, uh, I mean, the thing is, like, if anybody's worried, there's nothing wrong with the show. It's, it's just a, it's just scheduling issues, you know? Uh, Ralph and I love doing this shit. I think this is some of the most fun we've ever had, you know, the many, many years we've been doing it. You know, it's going to be 10 years uh, in, in 2024. 10 years we've been doing this fucking show. And I, I think this is some of the most fun and, and some of the best episodes we've done. I still think we have a lot left in the tank, you know, a lot to offer and shit. Trust me, once we get done with these fan episodes, we're going to go in even more directions. We're going to have more shit to offer once we get the Patreon thing worked out and everything's going to work out. You know, it, it just, you know, takes a little time, you know, um, but there you go. But thank you, everybody. And to those of you who are watching this later, shame on you. But I mean, thank you. Hit that fucking like button, subscribe, yeah, no, I mean, and all this shit. People got things to do. Yeah, I I, I get it, but I, this, I is, this is a major event. We're stars, goddammit. You know, this is a big I deal. I appreciate them watching us, even if it is late. Yeah. But uh, yeah, you know, check this out. You could have got your dumbass question answered, you know, yeah. if you would have showed up on time. Exactly. But uh, we love you guys. Thank you so much. And uh, check out our new episode on Saxon. And we got a new one that we're going to record tomorrow. So Rock and Metal Combat Podcast, baby. Yeah, the first Black Sabbath album review is coming at you. We're going to record tomorrow. And we'll have it up very soon. And, uh, you know, in closing, I just want to say, you know, there's a lot of you know, rough shit going on in the world. We got wars going on right now. You got people fucking, you know, taking their hatred out on Jews. You got people taking their hatred out on, on, you know, Palestinians. Fuck all that shit, man. If you love this show, 
you go fucking take out a fucking Hagar fan. Put the hatred where it deserves. Yeah. yeah. Right All up, right. there, Ian. And uh, again, thank you, everybody. I'm not doing the Zeke Heil shit. I'm not into that. Right? Yeah. It's white wine. I'm doing the little wave. All right? I'm throwing gang signs. Cuban power! Cuban power. That shit will turn a Studebaker into a submarine and get you to Florida. That shit's real. Yep, and only the first Terminator movie is real. Yeah. Blows away the second one. That's science. Don't kill him, Terminator. Don't do it. Fuck that Ah. shit. Terminator 1. That is an awesome way to end this show. Bye-bye. Smack him a gob!